the earth was poor. And of all who reigned all, none had renown like the boy who pulled sword from stone. But this is not that king, nor is this his son. So 265, welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where on today's show we're celebrating Valentine's Day by diving headfirst into our wildest fantasies. Sweet, sweet <laughs> fantasies, baby. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> what was that? That was a good crack. Uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, it's been a while since we've had a guest. Yeah. You know, also, it's been a while since we've done back-to-back episodes mm, yeah so this is like uh this is a welcome home for, so, for everything yeah we're back to normal baby yeah we're sweet sweet fantasy baby yes and we have our sweet sweet fantasy baby Ooh. <laughs> hi tank mm. hey you guys <laughs> Hello, summoned Tankersley. me i heard you guys we did. on the last episode <laughs> you summoned me and here i am when you're doing high fantasy you summon the tankersley <laughs> you, you do i was i was and, telling and them he, and he obliges Right. I, I was telling them I'm very upset that you're not wearing your full-on leather regalia, you know, uh, armor and everything else. It, it would have been perfect for it. I'm disappointed it didn't even cross my mind. It's um, such a good-looking getup. I wonder who made thank that. Thank you. I know. Well. <laughs> An incredible leathersmith. I just made one piece. I mean, it's the it's the focal piece, of course, but... <laughs> As the, uh, what, are they, what, what do you call that? The, the, the crotch Cauldron. cover thing? Uh, oh, the... Uh, <laughs> what do you call that? The cod piece. The, the cod, cod piece. piece. Dude, you oh, dude, that. I could. Can I make you like a sick like cod piece to go with that uh, outfit? Please, yes. You got to do the molded leather. Yeah, I'm gonna. To I'm gonna it looks like you won't need much leather. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to come over so that I can get like a like a <laughs> true to life wet mold of it. So the good thing is you won't need a whole lot of leather to get it. Out, you know, so. <laughs> See, I was gonna take it in the opposite direction. I was gonna say I'm gonna have to find somebody who can skin a whole cow for me. Actually, how expensive would it be to get the skin just from the cow's dick? <laughs> And make it just out of that. They probably throw that away. No, they'd make like, like dog toy or dog treats out of that, I think. You make so. belts out of it, probably. Do they actually make dog treats out of cow dick? Oh, yeah, yeah, they we used to sell them. I used to work at PetSmart for a short time. We we sold uh, twizzled bull penises. Um, <laughs> twizzled. Yeah. It makes, it makes me hungry that's, for Twizzlers. That's perverse. And yeah. also, yes, delicious. <laughs> I mean, it was cheap, you know. Like I was not in a good place working there, so it was a cheap meal for me as well. Um, you know, I'm not going to disappoint. Well, they last a long time you, too. You can gnaw on them for hours. You, and... you put it in a bowl of hot water, like some ramen, and it reconstitutes, right? Oh, and you, yeah. and you've got a, a bowl yeah. of wet, slippery dick. So chewy. Now, have you guys? Have either of you ever had uh, Rocky Mountain oysters? No, I no. want to try them though. 
Like, I actively want to try them. I, I just the, don't know of anywhere to get them. I hear they make you virile. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. Oh, like really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why do you think Why do you think people eat cow balls? I don't know. Because they, they taste good? It's supposed to make you... Incur- well, I don't know how good they taste, but... They're yeah, supposed, it's supposed to be, like, to make milky. You like literally like like that's the the, the texture. It's like milky. Ooh. Why would you think <laughs> like creamy? I don't, that sounds <laughs> terrible. That doesn't sound pleasant at all. I don't know. Oh my god! All right, well, sounds good to me. Let's get some balls and eat them. I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. I'm That'll done. be it for me. Once I've had balls, I'm done. Uh, well, that was done a long time ago. Then how about uh, St. Patty's Day? That seems like a good day to eat balls. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just we'll do get together. A, do you have we'll, a kink for Irish fellows? We'll get together. We'll drink some Guinness and we'll eat some balls. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because because drinking because oh eating, you want to eat some Rocky Mountain oysters? Eh? Because eating balls <laughs> seems like a very like like a like a really like something a really cool Irishman would do. Yeah, you, you know? could or, pickle or, them. Don't they pickle shit? Are they big? Yeah, oh yeah. You could you can pickle anything you want. <laughs> and it def- balls. God. Pickle oysters. pickled <laughs> pickled milky balls. <laughs> Pickle oh my, my milky God. oysters. Actually, there's a there there's a business in here somewhere. Uh, uh, like, I, like I can see I can see like you and I on the street corner at the uh, the Renaissance Fair. Get your I, pickled milky balls. Come on, oh, get your pickled yeah. balls. There you oh, go. Pickleball. Pickleball. Oh, pickleball. Pickleball. We could be the official food of, of pickleball. Done. Old people playing pickleball, blowing out their knees, coming off to the sideline to have a quick drink of water and a pickled ball. Well, this is on. We're on to something. We are. <laughs> this is all fantastic. It seems bulletproof to me. I don't. I, don't I, <laughs> I agree 100%. Um, like I said, hey, it's uh, this is our technically our Valentine's Day show. Oh, so happy, I'm, happy Valentine's I'm Day. I'm happy to, you, to be spending it with happy you, gentlemen. Valentine's this is the menage a trois of my dreams. I'm very happy too. <laughs> yeah, this is very exciting. It is. Um, Tankersley, have, thank you for being here to share oh, the love. It's an honor, man. I'm, I'm we appreciate it. I I still listen. I I love the podcast. You guys uh, always always introduce me some some cool horror stuff and love listening to you guys talk and banter. It's, it's Tank, we stuff. already we already established that you're going to be eating our balls. You don't need to wax our cars, do you? I, re- <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I really do. I enjoy well, it, man. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what have you guys been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. I um I realized uh, how I got so excited the last couple of days. I have made I've made moves, some power moves on the old eBay, right? Yeah. So I'm going through, I have a storage unit right now, and I'm sick and tired of paying $200 a month for a storage unit, and sure. they're up in the price come uh, next month by like 20 bucks. So like, we're like, fuck that. We're not paying $220 sure. for our storage unit anymore. So we're going through it, getting all of our shit out. And once again, I am downsizing my collection, my movie collection. Again? I'm paring down my VHS, because that's what's in there right now. Oh, my God. So I'm trying God. to get rid of stuff that Michael. I don't necessarily need, whatever, right? Who knew... That a sealed beta copy of Hercules with Lou Ferrigno would be my golden ticket. Whoa. Who knew? Really? So I'm going through my shit, right? I mean, I I could have guessed because I've never even heard of that movie. <laughs> you know? You, did you even know that Lou Ferrigno played Hercules? He I don't two think of, so. He did two of them, and it's sealed. So the, the yeah, version like, that yeah. I have, I don't know how I got it. I don't know where even where it came from. Yeah, oh, was that was my next question. It. How the hell <laughs> did you wind up with that? <laughs> I'm wondering if it was even mine, and maybe I just sold somebody else's thing. I don't know, because I honestly don't remember how I got it. Weird. But um, but yeah, I had, I had a perfect seal cut. Like the corners were mint. Like mm-hmm. like so, people are are now getting into yeah. You, know, you can grade video games. You can grade comic books and all that. People are now getting into grading 
VHS because it's vintage and because people collect it and there's a market for it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit ridiculous personally, but this was a copy that like, you could absolutely sent off to get graded. Like the corners were perfect. There was no tears. There was no fading. Like, it was like a pristine specimen. But if you graded it, wouldn't that kind of destroy the box? Oh, like on a grader? Oh, like you wrote on it? Dude, that was my uh, level bad joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, anyway, though, so I'd go online to see if this thing was worth anything, and there was an identical copy of it, only it was a VHS uh-huh. that sold for $222. What? Right? Sealed copy of it. And it was like 28 bids on it. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, I, I know that beta is not as popular to collectors. Yeah. But I'm like, it's got to be worth something, but right? But it's rare, probably. So, it's a lot more rare. So I put it up on eBay. <clears throat> and I put it up. I started at $9.99 for a bid. And I put a reserve of 150 Yeah. So I figure I don't want to like lose my ass on it just in sure, case. Sure, yeah, yeah. But then I put a buy it now for 250 Yeah. Within the first three hours, I already had 12 bids on it. It was up to like 112 or 115, something like that, dollars. Did you take the buy it now option and off? Then, and then I did not. Yeah. All of a sudden, your item is sold. Somebody bought it for $250. Oh, you should have <laughs> oh, taken that option away. I don't think you can. Once you start it, I don't yeah. think you can. I bet you, um, I bet you I some, it, some guy's like, look at this sucker selling this for at, 250 bucks. I put it at 250 though, because I figured if it gets even around the 200 but not go much higher than that, somebody might just buy it to, to yeah, take it yeah. off the table. I figured that was... Nobody's going to buy that thing for $250, right? So then I also sold a Nin- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon laser disc for $80. Wow. Right? So I made the bank on these two items. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. I get, my, I get my payout today. It should have been like $327 or something like mm-hmm. that, I think, total. My payout was only $268. Oh, After, because of eBay's because of because of eBay's fucking fees. There was nearly seventy dollars in fees that were taken out. So I basically sold the one thing, got full price, and then gave and then away gave, yeah. a seventy, eighty dollar item. That's bullshit. Yeah, I dude. was so pissed. Fuck I mean, eBay. yeah. So that's why. I mean, I get it. They got to take their cut, but like that's. But it's only for auctions. If you do just a, just to buy it now, the fees are nominal. Well, hmm. you did a buy the buy it now for so the but because I listed it as an auction, it still t- oh. it still takes those fees out whether somebody buys it or wins the auction. That's stupid. Yeah, the so that's learned, really stupid. I, I learned my lesson from eBay auctions now, so I will will not be doing those in the future. I've not uh, I've not used the electronic pay very much. I haven't. I'm not even I'm not even that good at it. I don't think I've ever won an actual auction that I bid in. Oh, once. Oh, once Tell I us, I bid on a. Uh, a build it a build it yourself flying V bass guitar. I've always wanted a flying V bass. I think nice. they're awesome. Where is it? And it was I won the I won the I won the uh, the 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 auction. I was I was so pumped. I won it at like two in the morning, and then like five minutes later, it said, "We're sorry, this item is no longer available." I was like, "How can you even do that?" No, what you can't. <laughs> That's bullshit. Too. This was all. This was also. This was back when I was in the harbor. So this was. Like oh. 12, 13 years ago. I thought so. you were going to say it was when you first moved here and you realized that you became homeless and they couldn't ship it to you because you were living in Brian's basement. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, interesting. I could have had a, something forwarded to his parents' house. Yeah, you could have. I wasn't homeless. I still had a, an apartment at yeah, that point. Yeah, but you were strumming on Brian's mom's flying V. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Damn uh, right I was. You owe me a beer for that one. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, that's all I've been doing, though. Getting ready for Super Bowl. Dude, dude, dude. Oh, Super yeah. Bowl this year oh, is yeah. extra special for us because Maddie Staff is in it. 
Maddie the closest. Staff. Maddie. Don't call Maddie. Staff. I've don't never call heard him, him called that. Don't call Maddie Staff. I, I now they're gonna up. lose because you called them Maddie Staff. That poor son of a bitch. The staff infection. <laughs> That's what he was for the Lions all these years, right? Oh, uh, well, listen. I'm. I've always like. So many people talk so much shit about Matt Stafford. When it was it was clear all of the years that he was with uh, the Lions. That he was the only good part of our That team. he was an amazing quarterback. He just didn't have a lot to work with, right? Well, the joke around Detroit was always, watch, the second he leaves Detroit, he's going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's always been the joke, and 100%. Yeah, who's joking now? Um, yeah, so it's exciting to see him in the... But I think that you have other reasons why you're more excited for the Super Bowl. Oh, I do. Uh, Tank, I, already, I already know why. Tank, you've been to the architect's house. Justin. The architect. Justin. To the Justin. studio. Oh, yeah, to yeah, old, yeah. To, to, to studio, studio A, Sorry, you know, where, yes. we, where we started yes. our lives. Yes, I have been. Uh, you yeah. remember the Gorgar machine. Gorgar. That was oh, outside. Yeah. Of course. The Gorgar machine lives. It finally... Oh, they no got kidding. it fixed three weeks ago. For those Whoa. who don't know what we're talking about, it is the greatest pinball machine on the face of the earth. And it is and alive. And for as long as we've known <laughs> Justin, which we've known him at this point, what, 15 years? No longer than that, yeah. That's about, that's 15, about 15 16, years. 15, 16, something like that, yeah. 16 years. Uh, it's been broken down in yep. the basement. And yep. they've always said, yeah, we're going to get somebody out here to check it out, fix it. And they and finally did. For some reason, uh, their, uh, Justin and Kristen's mom decided now's the time to get it fixed. She called <laughs> somebody. got a wild hair in their ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, this thing. So while everybody's upstairs watching Maddie Staff win a Super Bowl... I'm going to be down there playing with the Gorgars. Fuck yeah. Big metal balls. That's, that's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> it is very, uh, it goes along with our episode this it week does. very well. Like the imagery on the Gorgar right. machine is very high fantasy. Um, looks good. Looks good. I imagine it feels good. I'm excited for you. I'm actually, I'm, I'm more jealous though. I, I thought you were going like to come play. The theme of balls. We've been talking a lot about balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be sure to text you both while I'm mid plunge. Yes, and, oh. and I'll let you I'll let you know how he feels. Please do <laughs> that finger action. Really get the fingers going. There oh yeah, you go. get that machine gun. Uh, oh man, wow, machine gun thing. That's really fast, That's how, dude. You're on. really good at that. Come on. <laughs> You're really really good. <laughs> I don't want to brag. Up to? Or anything. What have you been up to, Tank? Oh, sorry, I just interrupted um, you in the middle of a joke. Fuck. No, no, it's okay. It, no, this is true. This is actual true. Oh, just to get serious here for a minute, I'm pretty close with Matt Stafford. Um, I don't know if you guys knew that or not. We are uh, you. I stood behind him in Chipotle once. So. <laughs> Yep, yep. So he's a Chipotle man. Ooh. Yeah. As yep. opposed to Qdoba. Yeah, he just lost a point. Yeah. Wait, wait, oh. Also, that means that Tank Whoa. is a Chipotle Whoa. man. Yeah. Whoa. This is well, a Tank, podcast it's nice divided. Having, uh, it's listen, been, It's been nice having you on the show. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's not It's not divided. There's the clear There's the clear correct side, which is the side that Mike and I are sitting yeah. oh, on, yeah. and then there's you and Matt Stafford. You know, uh, you know uh, what's it? What's it called? What's the place you go? Quadoba. Yeah, that place. The problem with Quadoba is it, it's like the white trash Chipotle. You know that. That's how I would put it. You know, in right? fairness, it does sound like a three-year-old named it, just putting letters together. Um, Chipotle's yeah, highbrow. Okay. I don't no, see Chipotle. I Chipotle didn't have uh, queso until like five seconds ago. That's ridiculous. That's true. That's true. Like, How they, are you going to make burritos and not have queso? They were, using, they were using like real cheese, you know? You guys were like, I don't know. What the fuck is that hot slop that 
Quadoba sells. I mean, I, that I don't know. hot slop is fucking delicious, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. The difference between Qdoba and Chipotle, it's like me going to a restaurant and getting like, uh, like shrimp with like a lobster bisque, right? And then opening the shrimp and lobster bisque cat food that my cats eat. Oh, that's that's shit. the difference. It's like you going to a oh. really fancy seafood <laughs> restaurant and eating vegan. Dude, yeah. You fucking so idiot. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it was delicious. I I'm really gonna take liked, you there. I really liked hearing your your uh, your telling of you know your date night. That was adorable. That was that was awesome. <laughs> I really did. I really did. I'm, 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 I'm glad you like it because I'm fucking sick of it. Because because like I remember that time in my life when like I was dating my 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 to be wife and you know we were doing like fun things. We'd go out. You know, like now it's like. You know, standard standard night. I get thrown up on. Uh, <laughs> now the magic is gone. Yeah. What are, they, what, wait, like, what are the kids doing while you're getting thrown up? <laughs> <laughs> I like finishing my coffee and finding. You know, there's a there's a, a little uh, uh, matchbox card at the bottom of it. You know, things like oh, that. That flavor, baby. Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff. But no, mm-hmm. I. That is awesome. It is. It's kind of funny because we don't talk that often, but like through the podcast, I get to hear about your guys' lives and. Uh, Oh, I thought was, you were talking about awesome, your man. wife. You don't talk to your wife. <laughs> no, my wife, my wife and I don't talk often, but when we do, she's usually throwing up on me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. That's, Normally, uh, she likes she likes Kidoba, so that that's why she's throwing. Oh, up she on. does. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, no. Oh, so she's team she's team us then. You're you're on an <laughs> island all alone. Listen, i i see uh, I see the merits of of Chipotle on on one. Just on one on one field, on one plane of existence. Aaron and I were doing the whole thirty like five years ago, right? Yep. And uh, they offer a, a a bowl that's just like you can just call and just say, "I want the whole thirty bowl," and they just make it. That's the only reason I like Chipotle. Okay. Because it, not go to it takes all the big, takes all the guesswork out of it. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. Yeah, I don't like guesswork. That's fair. I don't I like guesswork. It. I get it. I don't like to guess and work at the same time. It's okay. bullshit. Okay. So, do you, you think, know. You one, do like Wordle, could, though. That's one could what say that Matt Stafford, <laughs> Matt one Stafford say what? wouldn't be in the Super Bowl because he does. He has to make less decisions because he goes to Chipotle, you know? That's fair. Doesn't have but, to be but he's down. A, what am I going to do here at but as a quarter, But as a quarterback, somebody who has to constantly be making split-second decisions on the field, wouldn't it... Uh, wouldn't it help to keep him on his toes by having a situation where he would have to make more decisions in real life? Well, you want to keep work at work, and you know, separate your personal life. I see from that. You know, I see. So. Okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Are you guys excited? Are Tank? I are you excited? You're you like football generally, right? You're not. You're not, not just a, a Super Bowl f- kind of watcher. Or not, you? I'm I'm a Super Bowl watcher more than anything. I like the food more than anything. That's oh, what yes. I like okay. more than. All right. That that's where I'm at. How about you? Okay. Well, I I I like my wife always makes fun of me because she thinks that I'm not a sports guy, which is ridiculous because I played sports all through school and I'm I, I do sp- like sports. I sports, ball. I sports. I sports a lot. I sports pretty hard actually. Yeah, dude, you're uh, super good at synchronized <laughs> swimming. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut I, the fuck I, up. I, the I only reason you, I don't I've play known sports you for 16 years. I've never seen you sport in my life. The only reason I don't play any sports is because none of you losers do. Um, All of my friends right now. I try to are get a community softball game. Unathletic going losers every year. You were actually if, pretty beastly at volleyball. I, I can attest to that. Oh, there, volleyball. right there. Very, very Tankersley, athletic. champions of the sun. That's Just right. 
just because <laughs> just because he could throw himself into the wall the hardest doesn't mean that he was good at volleyball. <laughs> I was listen. That's part of the game, dude. No, more, no wonder your knee was so fucked up. <laughs> he was all over that court. Oh man, I miss volleyball with the boys. Yeah, dude, that yep. was a lot of fun. Oh damn! We now that, that now in a again. COVID era, it's like that is an absolute nightmare. Oh Let's yeah, get eight dudes locked in a fucking inside you know, of a glass box. <laughs> it's gonna be ninety-five degrees, sweating. We're gonna, we're gonna be slamming into each other, yelling, <laughs> touching um, each other, kissing. In that celebration, sounds a, that sounds a lot like the movies we watched this week. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, I've been up to nothing. Fair. There. Fair. There you go. Okay. I really You've had a I lot going on I'm... these last few weeks. So that, that yeah, I've had a lot going thing. on. So I've just been kind of taking it easy. Yeah. Uh, I s- to do that. I started doing one of those meal delivery services. That's <laughs> oh yeah, that's Edgy. dope. Which one? Uh, Snap Kitchen. So it's the one where like, because Aaron and I are on this uh, this uh, this kind of diet that we're doing again. It's actually the whole thirty, even though I'm drinking beer right now, which means I'm totally not whole thirty. And when she listens to this, she's gonna give me shit about it. But Didn't I just watch you eat a Reese's cup. <sighs> no, um, they're gluten free. You, you made me, <laughs> but uh, it's it's actually like all the food. It's not like one of the boxes where like the ingredients are sent to you, and then you have to make the food. It's like all the food's already made, and then you oh, just okay. heat it up. Okay, nice. And it's pretty awesome. Uh, we're not gonna do it forever. We're just kind of like kicking things off this way but so you so basically he just churched up tv dinners it is it is essentially <laughs> that I, I said to her yesterday i was like i feel kind of bad about this because it's too simple i said but it's not like we're eating tv dinners but we kind of are but it's like it's the it's classy like, version of kid cuisine it is exactly that yeah but they're actually really good tasty i had cajun salmon and collard Ooh. greens tonight and it was Ooh. fucking delicious so uh, anyway, that's literally all I've had going on. All right. Well, yeah. that's now that we've caught up with each other, shall we get into some... Uh, Corrections! Some, should we get into some... Oh, yeah. That. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. Um, so I listened to half of the episode, and I didn't find anything. Okay. Uh, but a little bird on my shoulder tells me... I listened. I started. You got something. I started to listen to the first five minutes of our episode, and then I realized that it was episode two sixty four. And then I go, "Why is two sixty five relevant? Other than you know, it's part of our life." Uh, and then I go, "Oh shit! Two sixty five was my cutoff for reading The Quiet Boy by Nick Antosca, which is the short story that was the um, that was adapted into Antlers." Yeah. Right. So I read it. Oh yeah. Was it good? It was. I liked it. Oh, cool. It was good. It takes like... And <laughs> you, you before we started this, you're like, oh, you listen to this book. And it's not a listen. It's like, it's a read. It's a short story. It takes literally a half an hour to read. And it was cool. It was a good... I'm, I now have pretty much all the spoilers for the movie Antlers because I haven't watched Antlers yet. Mm-hmm. But come on. We all kind of knew what it was about anyway, right? That's fair. Can, do you know what it's about just I from don't, the trailer? I feel no, like they gave well, a... I haven't watched the trailer oh. in a long time, okay. so my memory of what that movie was about uh, is escaping me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it that way until we watch it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you show. any spoilers right now. But yeah, it was yeah. a it was a good short story. It was creepy, creepy and good. And uh, I'm looking forward to actually watching Antlers now, which we should probably do sometime soon. I'm into it. Uh, yeah, that's because it's folklore. We should do a folklore episode pretty soon. Yeah, we should. So anyway, that's my uh, tank quote unquote alive? correction. 
I am. Oh, yeah, oh my God, like, you are not moving at all. I thought the screen was frozen. That's the face <laughs> That's the face of somebody who is sitting and listening to two jackasses talk to each other, and they're just like, what am I doing? Like, God. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I could, be, I could be getting thrown up on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped up. I skipped a good throw-up session for this bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I just couldn't relate to anything you were talking about. I don't know antlers or the or that there was a short story. So yeah, sorry, it's called man. the it's called the Quiet Boy. And if anybody wants to read it, it's it's on GuernicaMag.com. Oh, the Quiet Boy by Nick Antosca. Guern- Guernica Mag. Guernica sounds like the sound of throwing up. Guernica <laughs> Mag. <laughs> All right, that's uh, all I've got. Yeah, okay. All right, so what are we doing this week? What's the reason that we brought Sir Tankersley into our throne? Ah, Sir <laughs> our throne? Into our throne room. <laughs> our throne room, there we go. <laughs> uh, Sir Tankersley of the... Uh, Galaxy of Bureaus, <laughs> uh, the town of... I don't know, I got nothing. There you the go. Clan, clan of Bureaus. There you go. You're, you're really good on your feet. <laughs> Um, so we, we, we decided to do a fantasy episode this week. Mm-hmm. Fantasy with a bit of horror, I would say, kind of oh, interwoven. Well, There's definitely some horror themes I feel throughout. Like fantasy isn't fantasy, fantasy without the horror. Right. Fantasy like, and horror definitely go, exactly. Side of fantasy. Yeah. Um, so this week we watched, uh, from 1982, Two. The Sword and the Sorcerer. Oh, did we ever. <laughs> Um, and then we also watched from 2021. Yep. You're good. Yeah. The Keep gr- it going. The Green Nailed Knight. It. The Green Knight. So we, you know, a little bit from the past, a little bit from the future. And to go along with that, this one you really have to see to kind of get why we picked this one. Uh, this is because you would think that we would use this for a zombie episode, but we're not. Uh, this is Zombie Dust IPA. From Three Floyds, right? Three Floyds, yep. Three Floyds Brewery. Where is Three Floyds? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see. It might be next to I Two forgot Floyds. To... <laughs> uh, it's from Munster, Indiana. Munster! Brewed and wow. canned by Three Floyds. Munster, This intensely home. hopped and gushing undead <laughs> undead pale ale will be, one, will be one's only respite after the zombie apocalypse. Created with our marvelous friends in the comic industry, art by Tim Seeley. Uh, and the art is the reason that we picked this beer, because the uh, the gentleman on this can is a... He's not really a, he's not he's, really a zombie. He's I like mean, a zombie king, but the thing is, is that the character in Sword and Sorcerer, he looks like a zombie, because he's kind of brought back from the dead-ish. So well, now, now this, this, to me zombie, looks like a, this to me actually looks like a combination of two characters. In the sword and the sorcerer, because the the like the skull face itself kind of looks like um, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, the 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 sorcerer. What was his name? Mikkel. Z- no. Zersia. Something like that. Oh, Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So the skull. names were So the skull face looks like Zusia, and then like his getup, like the 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 garb, the 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 armor plating, and the. The crown looks a lot like Cromwell. Cromwell, yeah. Cromwell. No, it, no, it's Cromwell. <laughs> Cromwell. You just got Cromwell. <laughs> it will be Cromwell the entire night. <laughs> I uh, wish, I wish that he would have like sat, sacked Adon, just been like, you just got fucking Cromwell. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Tank, you were able to find this too, weren't you? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because you, yeah, you can get that. it at Kroger, Kroger or baby. or 
or Publix if you're in what Florida. Is, what is Publix? Uh, I think I think or Fred Meyer. I think like so you know like if you go to different states. Yeah. It's not called Kroger. Okay. It's still owned by the same corporation. Oh, yeah. Out in, in L.A., it's... um. It's Fred Meyer, I think, no, in L.A., no, isn't it? No, it's... Oh, fuck. I know it. I can't think of it, though. But I think it's, like, Publix down south. Okay. Down yonder. Okay. And then I think, like, uh, like over once you start getting out west, it's Fred Meyer or something like that. I know in L.A. it's a different name, but it's besides the point. I'll figure it out for next week. But anyway. Uh, so anyway, let's give Cheers, this a try. everybody. Nice little Cheers, boys. Jail, 6.5 percenter. Mm. That's good. That's very it's a solid good. IPA. It's, it's it not an solid. IPA, it's though. A, it, I think it's yeah, just it a pale. It's no, just a, a, no, it's, it's just a pale ale. No, no, it's no. Not no. An, no, no. It's not. No, no. It's an India pale ale. No, it's ale, not. It? No, it's an undead pale ale. I read it. Undead. undead pale ale. Yeah, it's not an IPA. It's oh, just, this is. I want to say it. Does, it tastes like a, it's a standard a, pale ale. It's a UPA. Yeah, <laughs> a UPA. It's a UPA. <laughs> UPA. Um, no, because it, it tastes like Sierra Nevada, mm. and Sierra Nevada is just a straight pale ale. Oh, um, interesting. And it's delicious. So, what is it that uh, makes an India pale ale an so, okay, India pale ale? I could be very wrong on this. My, you most likely are. Most likely, but my, I, like I was always off. under the impression that the the bleh, the reason and. IPA is called an India Pale Ale. It's mm-hmm. because way back in the day when beer used to be transported on like big ships and stuff, you know, like way back in the day, yeah, they would make the barrels of beer extremely strong, mm-hmm. and so, so that when they transfer them to places like India, they would basically on they would tap them and then they'd have to water them down or put something else in them to thin out the concoction to make it drinkable. Okay, and that's what made it an IPA. It was that process, and I and I don't know, and I think India was like more prevalent in this or something. Mm-hmm. I could be very wrong on this, but that's the impression that I was always under based on something that I had heard. I, I know actually, I'm, I'm really I'm killing it right now. I actually you? have an article pulled up about it, but I don't know if I can, I don't want yeah, we'll, we'll to go through it that If I'm fast. wrong, we'll correct it next week. Yeah. I think that that's the nuts and bolts of it, at least. Maybe I'm wrong in some aspects. But... I'm going to just go ahead and say you're wrong. Okay. Just because that's <laughs> that's most likely what's going on here. That's a that's a fair point. And then we'll correct ourselves next fair. week. Absolutely fair. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed Feed. Uh, all right, uh, so we are back with some news. Hey, good news. Uh, no deaths to report this week. Really? Yeah. It's nice, though. It's nice only having a week to go and not oh, have to catch yeah. up on two weeks' worth of people croaking out. Um, however, though, update <laughs> to one of those. Croaking out. <laughs> updates to one of those guys. Uh, we did get an update as to how uh, Bob Saget died. Oh, yeah. Which was fucking weird. Very man. weird. He died oh, from head hear. trauma. Oh, no. Did you hear about that? Yeah, thing? but it, was, it wasn't foul play. It wasn't anything like that. His tox came back completely clean. There was right, no drugs right. involved. He must have got hit hard or well, taken no, a spill or they, something. No, they said that he had, they didn't say exactly how it happened, but he had taken a hit to the back of the head. Yeah, like maybe saying. he had slipped or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He fell or took a hit somehow. Which, which that's, I mean, you know. But he didn't think anything of it. He just went to bed. Ugh. 
or well, no, because he well, well, he might have woken up. I don't know how. I don't know the circumstances, but like he well, basically didn't think too much of it, right? And that's what ended up taking him out. Well, I mean, that's like when you have a bad concussion. That's why you have to be woken up every hour or two. Oh, you know, because yeah. or, or you can just sleep. fucking slip into a coma. Oh, I've or, had a concussion. Yeah, I've had. I, I've you you want to sleep? And everyone's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I've, I've had. Uh, I think six, seven, eight concussions Jesus. over the years. No wonder oh, your man. brain is Swiss cheese. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna fucking uh, Chris Benoit your family pretty soon. She's terrible, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, like uh, like ever since they've started talking about what, what is it CTE? Is that what it's called? Something like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a part of me where I'm like, fuck, man, I've had a lot of head injuries over the years. Like, I hope that doesn't come back to haunt me. On the bright side, you only play bass, so there's not that much to. to yeah, I mean, <laughs> lose not that much. It's, on, it's only four strings. Like, I, <laughs> I think even if I start to lose my mind, I can still play. <laughs> um, but yeah, that 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 sucked to hear though. Yeah, I, I'm, I'd be interested to know what caused that head injury. Um, yeah, hopefully it wasn't some weird sexual thing. You know, like uh, oh, like David Carradine David style. Carradine, man. <laughs> I hope yeah, not. That's a rough like, one. He's just jerking off and whacking himself in the back of the head. Like, <laughs> I hope I hope that doesn't come out, but it's Bob Saget. <laughs> have you heard have you ever seen the aristocrat? <laughs> the, the guy the guy was into some shit, is all I'm saying. I would uh, I would say what the fuck is wrong with you, but I feel like he would appreciate the conversation, so whatever. <laughs> no, uh, a secondary rest in peace to Bob Saget. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Sucks that we lost to that soon. Um okay. Uh, let's uh, move out of the past into the future. Um Blade Runner 20, what was it? Blade Runner, what was the new one called? 2049. Blade Runner 2049, that's it, was the sequel to the original Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is being reported this week that mm-hmm. uh, a new sequel series is being developed over at Amazon Studios. Really? Uh, uh, Scott may be back to direct. That's Ridley Scott. Uh, we're on a last name basis. Uh, really Scott might be back to uh, direct if the project actually gets picked up. Uh, this one, though, is going to be called Blade Runner 2020. 99. Oh. So it's even more into the future, Ooh. which is kind of cool. That makes um, sense. Yep. 2049. And, uh, I think Blade Runner would make a great series. There's so many stories they could tell in that world. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm way into it. Yeah. Cool I, can't, I can't. Exactly. Right. Have you seen the new one, Tank? Yeah. It's good. I haven't yeah. seen yeah. the new one yet. Fantastic. And I haven't seen the old one in years. Well, which version? There's four different cuts of that movie you can watch. <laughs> Whatever cut that my cousin had on VHS, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the hyper rare one, man. <laughs> the Beta, dude. <laughs> Mint condition. Uh, but that's exciting, though. Um, no idea that's uh, when that's going to come, but that's in development, <clears throat> so that's pretty cool. Uh, also in development, uh, when we were kids, there were certain shows like Fraggle Rock, oh, yeah. uh, Under the Umbrella Tree. Were you oh, one of those shit. kids? Do you remember the... Yeah. What was under the umbrella tree? It was like explain a, that to it me. It was like quick. a it was like these creatures that lived under, under an umbrella, umbrella tree, tree in like a doctor's office, and like people would come and sit on the outsides, and it was like a little kids show or whatever. I loved it when I was Man, a kid. It sounds familiar, um, but it was like another one of those puppety shows or whatever. Okay. Um, we also grew up with movies like The Labyrinth and like The Dark Crystal. Oh hell yeah! Uh, and as an adult, That's we stuff. we all find Norman Reedus extremely sexy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All these things track, um, <laughs> and it's that's a good thing because Norman Reedus is teaming up with Jim Henson Company and a couple other producers, the Frouds, uh, who produced Froud. uh, Dark Crystal and all that stuff, and they're <laughs> developing a brand new family-friendly <laughs> kids show that is going to. Sh- what is wrong with you, James? <laughs> the Frouds is their name. <laughs> You've been found guilty of fraud. <laughs> 
it's from the simpsons don't worry about it <laughs> go ahead anyway though um the, the frouds and uh jim henson and norman Reedus of all people are creating this new kids show that is going to be puppet goodness oh again. that's right so norman Reedus is starring in it or is he he's just like i'm guessing part of the development i don't know that's, it says uh i can't really see him like interacting with a bunch of puppets <laughs> It, it said Norman Reedus, the Frouds, and Jim Henson Company are coming together to create a show that is a mashup of my dreams, said the president of TV at the Jim Henson Company. Norman is an artist, and when I suggested to him what if we create a series with the Frouds together that explores his love of magical creatures, he was so excited. Hmm. So I don't know if he's producing it, if he's going to be in it, or what, but he's right de- well, he's definitely producing it. He's sure, part yeah, of that, yeah. that team. Uh, but I'm into it, though. You know, uh, Netflix pulled the plug on uh, Dark Crystal, Age of Extinction, uh, Resistance, rather, yeah. which was that new... Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal show. show yeah. um, I didn't like it as much as the movie. A lot mm. of other people did. I, it, I, it lost me. But yeah. um, I'll always take more Jim Henson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, puppety goodness. Absolutely. Jim Henson. Like we were just watching with my, uh, like the, uh, the, oh, what is it? Uh, the dinosaurs, right? The, oh, dinosaurs. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Like that show is incredible. TGIF. It's so oh, yeah. yeah. It's like it, it's all Jim Henson. It's it looks it looks fantastic. Like when we were kids, it's still the practical effects. They look fantastic, Amazing. Oh, yeah. dude. Like Amazing. How yeah. they that even show, pulled it off is, is that unreal. show had the biggest downer ending of any TV show that has ever been on TV. It really did. Holy shit. It was bleak. It was super bleak. It was really bleak. I don't know what you call it. No. Uh, it's basically all of them spoilers from the '90s. Uh, it's basically the entire family inside the house, uh, cowering <laughs> the that there's an asteroid <laughs> coming. Yeah, an asteroid coming towards Earth, and the dad is trying to explain to the baby what's going to happen. It's really, <laughs> it's really sad, dude. So, and, he, and doesn't it end with uh, the dad looking out the window and just sort of like pondering? And there's like a flash or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, like oh it's God. really bleak. It's it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Dude. It's always bleak. My son is uh, he's five and he's really into dinosaurs. I'm sorry if I'm tangenting here. No, no, no. The, go go the for bleed it. The feed, but um, he. He's really into dinosaurs, and we've watched like a bunch of documentaries and stuff, and like how they got wiped out and stuff. And he always asks me, he's like, and I explain him like a big, and I try to make it simple. I'm like, a big rock hit the earth and took them all out, and they all went bye bye. And he's like, that went bye bye? Baby T Rex, too? He, oh, every time he goes to the baby T Rex, I'm like, yeah, baby yeah, T Rex. I don't want to lie to him, you know? Like, no, the baby T Rexes lived. They were okay, they were in Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe if you explain to him how we get veal, he'll understand. More. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lie to the kid, but <laughs> but yeah, it's grim. No way. You, either way you cut it, it's fucking. It's it sucks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, ultimately, that really was the only ending for the show. Right? Oh yeah. It's yeah. the only way to end it. I mean, the show had a built-in ending. Sure. That made it easy on the producers. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> really, we know where we're going. <laughs> It was a fantastic show, though. You can't like you can't do shows like that because that show was like, it was it was great for everybody. The whole fa- like shows like that shows like Elf. Oh yeah. Shows like uh, like I I don't. Is there anything like that anymore? Can you do Can you do that kind of show anymore and and target it toward I don't know like, toward like, a whole family. Jeez, I don't know. I don't think so. Not really. I just I don't mean, feel like I feel like people don't appreciate uh, like. Practical effects, right? They'll just amazing, say, oh, amazing costumes. So, like, I'm trying to think of the last show that maybe had that kind of thing, like Harry and the Hendersons or something like that. Like, oh no, like, was, well that was the 80s. I'm just saying, like, what was the last show that had like a, a puppeted 
creature or or something like that in it. I don't know. I, I, I can't think of one. Well, actually, there was that. Uh, what was that show with Christopher Maloney, where he was? You know, Christopher Maloney from SVU. Oh yeah. And it oh was, and oh it, and nobody. It no, was, no 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 nobody. Not nobody. Um, it was like um, something happy. Happy happy. It was just called, yeah, it was called happy. happy. Yeah yeah. I. It wasn't there that a was puppet a super in that. Super adult show. Was there a though. puppet or was yeah. it a cartoon? No, it was a. Ooh, might have been a cartoon. I never it watched. Been an, it. it might have been animated. But I, never I do know that was it. super adult. So I guess that I guess they're still I guess they're still making attempts at stuff well, like, like that. Like Star Wars, like even in Star Wars and um, the Grogu, you know, a lot of the yeah, a lot of a lot of different Star Wars entities, whatever you want to say, like. Um, they they they're using. It seems like they are using some more practical but, effects for like. But to have a whole, but to have a whole show like dinosaurs, right. where the entire cast is all yeah these giant rubber costumes, like that's. I don't think anything like that would work these days. It was a sitcom of people dressed up in giant dinosaur costumes. Right. I don't think you could pull that off these days. And they probably you know just I mean? think it's probably just easier to CGI it. Everything CGI now, oh, yeah. just like you know. Get a yeah. whole cast of people every day spending four hours in makeup. You know the logistics. Yep. They're probably like, eh, let's just pay someone else to. Uh, <laughs> just speaking of speaking of shows that have practical effects puppetry characters in it. Yeah. Uh, Creep Show season four is coming. I need Segway. Segway. Nice segue. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, no, uh, if uh, if you're a big fan of the Creep Show series, like uh, season four, I, I am. Yeah, they're already coming out with a season wow. four. I need to get caught up. Uh, Shutter uh, is once again going to be doing it. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's all the news. Just that there's more Creep Show coming. Cool, cool, so cool. That's cool. pretty awesome. Uh, speaking of sequels, uh, Tank, you're a video gamer, right? Yeah. Okay. You're did a, you? You're a video you, gamer. You, you play the Vigia games. <laughs> um, did you ever play The Wolf Among Us? The Wolf Among Us? No, I don't it was, think so. Uh, it was a Telltale game. It was oh. one of those. Uh, it was one of those um, decision-making games. Yeah. Where oh, okay. I watched all the cinemas. And then you, it's like a pick-your-own-adventure. I watched adventure. you play this game. I think it was, my wife it was cool. played it. So I think my wife played it. <clears throat> that came out years ago, and then Telltale Games went under, and then it got bought out, and then it came back. And there's been this giant whirlwind for a sequel to The Wolf Among Us, and it's finally coming in 2023. So it's going to be a little bit bit of a ways off here uh but they did they are finally coming out with it there's a new trailer that was just released so if you are a big fan of like we're talking about fantasy today but like fairy tales and Mm. fantasy worlds and all that um the wolf among us track it down and play it it's amazing uh and the wolf among us 2 will be out next year so it's pretty exciting very cool um okay uh some oscar news oh boy apparently the oscars this year i didn't realize this is canceled because nobody a, gives a shit it's anymore. a three-hour event that's gonna have a different host for each hour uh, that's what they're doing this year okay i hope it's ricky gervais for all three hours <laughs> right we still i can't tell you how many times i go back and rewatch him just roasting hollywood it'll pop up in my it youtube is, feed every now and then and i have to watch it every single time it is amazing how good he is how good he was at the Golden Globes because he just didn't give a shit. Nope. Or his roasting and, of Mel Gibson and is and amazing his, as well. And he's he's exactly what people like the general viewer mm-hmm. wanted to see. Oh yeah. Because you have a bunch of you got a bunch of fucking like you got a bunch of pricks in a room who who we all love movies. That's fine. We love movies, but you're just your your job is playing pretend. Oh yeah. Let's not sugarcoat it. The Your job Oscars... is to get together and fucking play pretend. But this night where you spend millions of dollars and everybody's wearing ten thousand dollar gowns and suits and stuff, and you get together to jack each other off. Yeah. It's the most expensive pornographic movie ever made. Exactly. 
It's it's, <laughs> it's just, it is. It's just everyone jerking exactly, each other off. Exactly, it's it. a huge circle jerk. And what you need is somebody to take everybody down a peg. Yep. And Ricky Gervais is fucking masterful at that. And that's what regular folks like us like to see. Oh yeah. But then there's like you know, there's like six people on Twitter who are like, oh. Ricky Gervais is the worst, and so he all of a sudden, and, and it's funny. He brought up a good point like during his uh, his speech when he was there before. He's like, Kevin Hart was supposed to do this, and he got canceled because of some tweets. And then he goes, "Has anybody never looked into my history?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he calls himself out about it, <laughs> <Right>. exactly, <laughs> which I think is fucking hysterical. Yeah, I don't know, like, why are they still doing the Oscars? I I still like them. I still I think they're fun. When's the last time you watched them? I watched them last year. You did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because we used to watch them. No. You were here the night that the Oscars were on. Mm -hmm. No, maybe not last year because Mm -hmm. it was during COVID. Nope. I think the AVNs are more interesting. Like more deserving of awards, you know? Like (laughs) AVN has. Those guys and gals have really. Those are performances. Those are people who have really worked for that award. And the the AVN award for deepest throat goes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I want to see those. To break hard. talents. This chick cried really good. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> interestingly yeah, enough, interestingly award. enough, they have the 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 best crier in the AVNs too. <laughs> right, different reasons, but different you know, reasons. it's the same. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't get the Spice Channel, so I've never seen the AVN. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. Like, I just like the Oscars. I, I don't. I've I've been over them for the last well, couple years. I don't here's know. a reason that to potentially watch. Them okay, all right, yeah. Um, director uh, Guillermo del Toro oh. is back in the Oscar game uh, with his uh, Nightmare Alley movie, which got four Oscar nominations. Oh, nice. And Dune got ten Oscar noms. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's a reason to uh, get it. Uh, Nightmare Alley uh, is up for Best Picture, Cinematography, Production Design, and Costume Design. Cool. Um, and then also Dune's up for a whole bunch of other shit, too. They don't have them listed here. But uh, but yeah. That's, that's rad. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's so, rad. I'm into it. Cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what's new on Blue? All righty. Well, uh, just last week when we watched The Lodge, we were mentioning that it was, uh, it was good to see Alicia Silverstone popping back up in movies again. Yeah. Well, aside from spoiler alert, never stop popping with her. Never stop. Popping. Never stop popping. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Dude, it's all about that crazy video from the '90s with Aerosmith. Oh yeah, dude, dude. dude. She's what? she's hanging off the freeway balcony on that bungee cord, just looking up into my soul. Oh, okay, yeah. her back breaks when she <laughs> like. So the stunt woman, the stunt. I don't have evidence of this, but the stunt woman who did that stunt Died. is dead. <laughs> She is dead. There's no doubt about it. You can't. That wasn't a bungee cord. It was a fucking was rope. A rope. <laughs> she got to the end of the rope and <laughs> folded in half backwards. She's dead. Don't care. Until somebody tells me the name of the, the, the stunt woman and provides proof to me that she's still alive, she's dead. Um, so anyway. Oh, I think it was Brittany Murphy. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> You're fucking terrible tonight. Um well, aside from <laughs> that's gonna make this next line really bad. Well, aside from blowing her brains out, <laughs> she's been she's also been chumming the waters in her new killer shark film, The Requin, uh, which was released last month on VOD. The Requin, which will be hitting Blu-ray and DVD on March 29th, courtesy of Lionsgate, finds a couple on vacation swept out to sea 
when their Vietnamese villa is hit by a torrential downpour, an injured, helpless Kyle must watch as his wife takes on a school of deadly great whites. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if if your villa gets swept away by a torrential downpour, it's kind of your fault for staying in a shabby place. That's true. You know? That's true. Uh, that release will feature commentary with director Levan Kiet. Levan Kiet? Kiet? Kite? Kiet? I don't know. And uh, a making of featurette. Uh, Don Mancini's Chucky series. Did Ooh. you finish it? Uh, almost. I have like two episodes left. Okay. Uh, which just aired this past October, will be coming to Blu-ray from Universal. The series, which sees the return of Brad Dourif, Jennifer Tilly, Fiona Dourif, Alex Vincent, and Christina Lise, will hit shelves on April 12th and will feature deleted scenes and the legacy of Chucky featurette. I'm into that. And that's it for blues, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> our last bit of news, then. Uh, this is just more of a... It's a discussion piece. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting. It's for, a mood piece. It's kind of a mood piece. We've been waiting for Morbius <laughs> to yeah. come out for a yeah. long time. Yeah. The date keeps changing and everything else. We got a new poster. Okay. I don't know if this date was one that they already announced. I, I just don't remember. But I, I saw this piece <clears> of news. And I had to laugh. Um, we've been waiting for it for so long, and this new poster in big bold letters at the bottom is like, "It's finally coming out. This is the date." That date, April first, twenty twenty two. If that date comes, and they just go, <laughs> April Fool's... Gotcha, bitch! Pushed off another six months. <laughs> Not um, only is it the most well-played prank in Hollywood history, <laughs> but <laughs> fuck Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just thought that was funny. That's all. That's It's not really news. It's just It's like, not even really a discussion piece. No. It's, uh, yeah. That's your commentary on it, and that's that's where we'll leave it. That's that's where we're going to leave it. Okay. That's, uh, that, there's your bleed feed. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we'll take a quick break. Make sure Tank's um, audio interface is not crashing. Yes. So far, so good. So far, so good. We're good. We're and uh, when we come back, we're getting into some high fantasy. Mm, God. Yes. We're talking sorcerers. We're talking swords. swords. We're talking whips. We're talking chains. Cod we're talking pieces. cod pieces. We're talking, we're talking knights. We're talking the ripcord. We're talking about the most bangable whorehouses I've ever seen. Oh. In both movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. <laughs> I think I just said all I need to say. <laughs> they look fun is all I'm saying. <laughs> they look fun. All right, we'll be back. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Alright guys, uh, question for you before we start. Yes? What is your deepest, darkest fantasy? Uh, ooh. <laughs> Swords. <laughs> that my hat, so, so Tank's in a sword play. That my hat, <laughs> that, that, one my, that my hat would turn into a shark's fin. Ooh. It's my deepest, <laughs> darkest. Deepest, darkest. That's, my, that's actually my deepest, bluest fantasy. That, that joke is forever <laughs> ruined since we realized it's my hat and yeah, not my head. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Like, it really That sucks so much. I'm so mad at LL Cool James. I feel like for... I feel like it would have been better had we known it from the beginning, but because we've been saying head for so long, yeah. 
It's ruined. It's just, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, I think you guys created your own universe and you should just roll with it. Personally, okay. you know, I don't know. It, listen, that. if I'm I've got that. Tank's permission to do that, <laughs> then that's I'm rolling with it. All right. Your head is like a shark's fin. Deep blue semen <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> Uh, uh, so this week we uh, we are. Oh, diving. so you don't want to know my deepest darkest oh, fantasy? I just figured you weren't going to say <laughs> it. No, I don't. I don't have it on deck. Do you have one? You, it's not on deck. It's not. It's not on deck yet. <laughs> so James's deepest darkest let, secret let is me, an upper decker. Let me somewhere. let me eat some chipotle and then it'll be on deck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we decided this week to uh, dive into the world of fantasy. You know, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's what you do, right? Yes. It's the one. It's the one day a year when you're. Your significant other lets you indulge into your deepest, darkest fantasy. And if that includes having a three-bladed sword in the bedroom, then God damn it, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Triple blade. That's, 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 what I, that's what my wife calls me and two of my best friends, the here's, three-bladed sword. <laughs> here's the thing. I sleep with a sword next to me every night. So I'm pretty sure that on Monday, I'm going to be swinging a sword around my head. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yes, yes, Tank. I actually literally do. I've got a seen katana? that sword. Kind of, kind of sword. Are we <laughs> talking here? Uh, it's, it's a tactical zombie killing. It's sword. a fucking. It oh. is a zombie killing sword. <laughs> it's there's. That's the only way to describe it. Long story short, when I worked on a zombie film, 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 yeah, uh, film. What's it? God, 13, 14 years ago. Um, I was in that film. You were. Ah, yeah. Were you God, really? I completely yeah. forgot about I that. Was. I forgot I you were running in that. I was you a were in Zar. Yeah, I got, I got he, killed. Damn, dude! I completely forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, he uh, he was friends with a lot of the guys that were friends with uh, the people in the production. I, I was a raider. No yeah, you were. Did you get to meet Fred? I saw him. I didn't get to. Oh meet wait, him. hold. On. More, yeah, he was on more, set. Tank more, was on set when more Fred importantly, was more importantly, did you get to meet Johnny Gel? I didn't. Johnny Gel <laughs> was not around. He's so elusive. Like every time you want to meet him, he's not there. He was gone, man. He wasn't. Damn it, dude. He wasn't there. Oh, he was slicking his hair back somewhere. Johnny, I, I got hey. to see Fred Armisen do a few <laughs> scenes too. He he. Uh, I got to see him like duck behind a truck. Remember that was one of his <laughs> did scenes. You, did you say? Did you say Fred Armisen? I sure did. did. I didn't mean to. Uh, <laughs> Miss Cozy. <laughs> Fred. Fred Williamson. Williamson. <laughs> Williamson. That that. What are you barking at? Fred, what are you barking at? Sorry, I got a dog on my lap now, and he's barking. And it was weird, uh, you know. Fred from SNL was there, and that was uh, <laughs> just hanging out. He was though. a raider too. He was a PA. <laughs> um, no, but uh, uh, what was I going to say though? Um, you oh, were yeah, going to say when we wrapped, when we wrapped at the rap party though. Ryan, the director, gave everybody in like the main crew positions. He gave us all zombie killing weapons. <laughs> oh, nice! A, That's cool. <laughs> as like a, cool. a thank you kind of as the the rap gift. It is a pretty right. sweet sword. It, no, it's awesome. Like you could definitely kill some zombies. Oh, with I took it. it into the brush, into the woods. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's into like the deep, into the deep brush Machete. of Michigan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that deep Michigan brush. <laughs> anyway, though, uh, the first movie we're talking about this week is The Sword and the Sorcerer from 1982. Yes. Uh, and if this sounds familiar, we talked about it on last week's show as Scream Factory is putting it out in 4K. And which, and then we and then we watched the trailer and we're like, "Holy shit. We need to do this. <laughs> we're going to watch this for next week." And and holy shit, this movie needs a 4K upgrade because yeah, there is no version of this movie that looks good. <laughs> and even, also even because even my direct uh, DVD rip that I watched is and, terrible. And also because it deserves it. Right, Tank? Uh, I don't, I don't know if it deserves, it's definitely, is this a movie? I don't know what this is. What, was this a movie? 
Is it all so so uh Mike is right that there's no real good version. The no. the version that you sent me that I watched on I watched what was the thing that I downloaded VL the, oh, so okay. VLA, so, here's, VL... so here's what happened. We thought that this was available on Amazon Prime, right? But it turns out the Amazon Prime version is the Rift Tracks Rift version, Tracks, which right. is the guys from Mystery Science Theater. <clears throat> uh, after the fact, they went on to do this thing called Rift Tracks. Right. So there's <clears throat> this f- comedy track over top, you know, comment comedy commentary track over top of it. Right. So you can watch the movie, but you're gonna miss a ton because they're just talking over all the dialogue. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to watch it. We also found it on archive.org, mm-hmm. but it's shit quality. It's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's not great. So I managed to get my buddy Chris Jordan to download a torrent of the DVD rip. It still looks like shit. Like it's, <laughs> There's just no good version of this movie. Well, so what was the program that you had me watch it in? VL, so, so no, the, VLC, the version, something? The VLC player is just a media player that recognizes different formats. But did you go into the advanced options and mess with the picture no, at all? I did. Oh, I didn't. And I actually managed to get it to a point where it looked pretty good. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I didn't bother. I, I sat there and, and, and uh, tinkered with it for like 15 minutes, no, and I finally no. got it to a point. Well, good for you. Yeah. I watched the Rift Tracks version, full disclosure here. So my my so, uh, review of the movie may be different than uh, I will I will say less this legitimate. I, I watched about 20 minutes of the Rift Tracks version. That commentary's fucking hysterical. Like it's really funny. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> yes. I didn't I meant to watch both versions, but I Like there's there's a scene in the be- there's a scene in the beginning where uh uh Cronwall is going to cut the head off of the mom off of a uh, Talon's mother. Yeah. And like she goes to duck and everyone's freaking out. They're like, why did you freak out? The guy was clearly a mile above her head with the sword. <laughs> like just calling out all the dumb shit from the movie. It's fucking great. I want to go back and rewatch that version of it. Um it's good. I, it was hilarious. I didn't hate this movie. Um I will say that that fantasy movies tend to have way too much exposition to mm. keep you interested. Mm. And this movie was no exception. Like, yeah. there's just a lot of downtime in these movies that doesn't need to be there. Um, the effects are when they're in their glory, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some good re- effects, but they're really few and far between. Like, they're all at the very beginning and all yeah. at the very end of the movie. In the middle, there's like very little. I don't know what it. I liked this movie. <laughs> I really did. Like, I had a I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Maybe I was I was deliriously tired when I was watching it, so maybe that had something to do with it. Could be. But like, I I I don't know. Like, I was I was super into it. <laughs> uh, like, That's awesome. it, it, like at the beginning when they the 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 wall of. Uh, the wall of faces wall that of comes faces alive, is amazing! Like yeah. that's fucking dope, dude. And I w- and I was like, oh shit, is it? Is this what the rest of the movie's gonna be like? Spoiler alert: it's not. Uh, <laughs> but it kind of, it kind of, it kind of set the pace enough to where I was like, my my heart was in it because I was expecting more shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it kept me along for the ride. Sure. But again, spoiler alert. Nothing that awesome happens again in the movie. I mean, the end. <laughs> but there's yeah, the end was kind of the end. The end was yeah, so the, good. Uh, yeah, the end. Yeah, definitely. But like, I don't know. I, I just I like the story too. I thought it was cool that this kind of like this like cheesy fantasy movies. I, I've always loved, and I don't watch enough of them. Like sword and sorcery type movies, and actually, Tank. Like I was kind of you weren't you weren't a huge fan of this movie. No, no. I think I think I mean 
to be on, to be fair, I I watched the Rift Tracks version, so right. It was hard for me to take any of it seriously <laughs> to any any extent. Well, I'm always I'm always curious, but because there you're, was in fairness, you're a, there was there was nothing to take serious about this. Movie. Well, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Well, you're a, you're a D and D guy. Yeah, like, like I, you I enjoy D and D. You years, like yeah. you love high fantasy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always kind of curious about this type of movie, even these ones from the you know 70s and 80s that have, um, you know, lackluster acting and stuff like that. So for I, me, like through the lens of like a, a you know a DV, a D and D player and somebody who likes fantasy stuff, like there there was a whole lot to be desired in terms of <laughs> like what. The like who the main character was like the the main like the hero's journey you know that's kind of what I was looking for and it's like Talon? the main character Talon <laughs> like okay sure his mother died and he didn't need to hold on his mother for off for the record did not need to die why he's screaming like no don't behead my mother <laughs> and then two seconds later he's got a sword with fucking rocket blades on it he could have rocket bladed the guy yeah, before he killed right. his he had that he had that sword the whole time yes. yeah <laughs> that sword like so let's get to it into it this the sword was ludicrous i the mean the sword was insane i love ludicrous so. i mean the, the was most it a gun or a sword weapon. Right, it's a, it's a gun sword. It's a gun sword. A gun it's a sword. sword. I think There's it's three pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's, so it's a three-shot blast gun sword. Okay, got it. That makes perfect <laughs> yep. sense. No more. Uh, no however, further however, questions, he Your shoots <laughs> he shoots like five blades though in that opening sequence. But what? I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's but, not a weapon in D and I'm sorry. Is it? Is it a? Is it a magical weapon? Like what's what's causing the 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 projectile? Like I think it's propane. Is it, is it propane and propane, propane accessories? Like well, what? That, like that would have sh- been that would have been plot development. They could have got into that, like you know, the origin story of the sword or Guys, something. It's sorcery. Just accept it for what it is. But the, what? but he's but he's just a he's just a normal prince who's part of a normal monarchy. Like they're not sorcerers. He's got a lineage. His father had that sword. So unless, those passed down. Unless I guess if this is what like you know like. Merlin's kicking around, right? Not in this movie. Not in this movie, but he's in. But like, like Merlin's in the Green Knight. So why not? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't this family also have some wizard chilling, waiting to like? Perhaps well, I mean, there are there are lots it's a of magical. Back then. I mean, magical yeah. weapon. Yeah. Sure, right. yeah, it could be a magical weapon. But I guess what I'm saying is, Talon is just not. He just seems like a huge douchebag. Like, <laughs> he does. I, like, he's the most sex sex. Like he's like the good guy in this movie, right? Right. Yet he wants to. He wants to get. He's the main character, good guy, but he's getting paid by basically raping the other like lead good girl. Like well, that's yeah. his payment for doing. He's, well, a, not, he's not, a terrible human being. Not raping. He is a piece of shit, though. Like the like right. the, his whole his whole thing is like, yeah, I'll do this thing for you, but you're gonna I'm I get to bed you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sex and is the. I mean, it's like it's like a third grader wrote this movie. Like, as far as like what the motivations of the main character is, like uh, he wants sex all the time because <laughs> sex is cool, and he's got a sword and it shoots three swords, <laughs> and and then at the end, <laughs> oh dude, you're absolutely right. You're t- you are a hundred percent right. This is this is like the fantasy of a of a school age child, <laughs> right. Like yeah, he gets to have sex with any girl he comes into contact with, <laughs> and he shoots three swords. And there's like this, and there's like this wizard who they, <laughs> who they, who when he comes back to life, he comes from this pile of sludge, 
He's and, a bad guy. And then you get to shoot him with your three swords. And he has three swords. And, and, and the guy goes to he goes to a place with lots of naked ladies and there's boobies everywhere. And their boobies yeah. are out all the time. <laughs> yeah, boobies. Th- it's like a third grader wrote this. <laughs> was anybody else getting vibes too that Talon was just the lost fourth Gib brother? Because he absolutely oh, looked yeah. like fucking Barry oh, he Gibbs. Had, he had strong Gib vibes for sure. Barry Gibbs. I have to look this up. Barry Gibbs. Um, okay. While you're looking that up, Tank, uh, for anybody who gives a shit, uh, The Sword and the Sorcerer is from 1982. <laughs> okay, it was directed yeah, by Albert Pun, who did uh, Alien from L.A., Cyborg with uh, Jean-Claude Ooh, Van Damme. Nice. He did the 1990 Captain America movie. Oh. oh that, wow. that, he did uh, Dollman and the Nemesis trilogy. I don't know nice. if you've ever seen Nemesis. Uh, let's see here. Nemesis in, trilogy. There's way more there's than three. three. Yeah. Uh, no, I think there's just three. No, I don't think so. Well, regardless, uh, he did three of them. Put it that way. Oh, okay. Um, in the dark epoch of sorcery, the murderous megalomaniac Titus Cronwell uh, awakens a demonic necromancer, Zeusia of Delos, Zusia. to usurp the throne of the benevolent king Richard, uh, enslaving his daughter and forcing into exile his youngest son, Talon. One violent decade later, Talon, now a great warrior wielding a magnificent triple-bladed sword, returns hell-bent on revenge. No, he doesn't. Beknownst to him, however, the evil sorcerer is alive, gathering his strength for the ultimate battle. Will the dauntless adventure restore peace to the long-suffering kingdom? Or is the return of the lost prince? Question mark. <laughs> Sweet IMDb. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie sounds a lot better on paper than it actually is. <laughs> but I actually did kind of enjoy it. I too. did too. I don't know, there's something charming about it. I don't uh, know what it is. No, I got a problem I, with the cover art. Well, the cover art's sweet. The cover art's amazing. There's a guy with a real jacked back. He's got real good lat development, good oh, yeah. upper back, traps. Um, Talon doesn't have any of that. He Talon, Talon's just a very pedestrian-looking guy. Like the <laughs> yes. actor, yes. there's nothing like you. You know, he does. He doesn't. Ha- you would expect like an Arnold Schwarzenegger physique. You know, he, absolutely. The other thing I'll bring up about the cover art is the fact that he does have this really, uh, this really developed back. Like he's got the V going on. Yeah. Uh, his legs are like. Really short though. <laughs> yeah, like some chode legs. Got a couple one two chode legs. Some really awkwardly short legs, which is weird. And he's also wearing a loincloth, which I don't think at any point in time he does at the end of the movie. I think yeah, he's when in he's, a when he's oh yeah he does yeah he's after crucified. he's been crucified. Yeah. Yep, you're absolutely right. Yeah, sorry. Which I yeah we're getting all all, all over the place with this movie. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um. The scene at the end of the movie, did you guys both watch the version where he was actually crucified and not just uh, put on the cross with leather straps? Yeah, mine mine had the nails through the hands. Okay, because there's two versions of it. Right. Okay, um, mine had yeah. the nails in the hands. Too. Yeah, so there was like a, I don't know if it was a theatrical version or what it was, but there's they shot two versions of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one where he's actually crucified and the other, oh my God, dog. Uh, and one where he just has like metal shackles or leather straps. Uh, Around his wrist. Yeah, I couldn't help but think to this uh, at the very end, uh, the climax of the movie, he removes himself from the cross by just pulling the nails out with his literal bare hands. Yeah, totally. And the entire time, I'm thinking, just fucking, I'm, he's, I'm like, he's got to be thinking to himself, "Suck it, Jesus!" <laughs> like I got off this thing. <laughs> What's your <pussy>. problem? 
It's no big deal, man. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Just um, fucking will your way out of it, dude. Come on, bro. Yeah, right. There's chicks to fuck. What are you waiting for, man? <laughs> <laughs> There's boobies in that brothel, bro. I, I ain't wait no three days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, listen. Wielding a sword after having uh, a giant metal stake through your hand. <laughs> It's just not realistic. Dude, dude. Yeah, the Rift Tracks dudes were really ripping on that part of it. <laughs> I just had a huge spike through my hand, uh, you know, I had, three minutes ago. I, just to relate it to my own my own life, my own circumstances right now, I had, right now I've got these two tiny incisions on my knee, right? Mm-hmm. So small. And they stuck a couple of tiny little cameras in there. I'm still, I'm two weeks later and I'm hobbling around. There's I, like if I want I can't even walk up the stairs right now. Yeah. I have to do step together, step together. I've been. You're not gonna. You're not wielding a three bladed sword with a hole through your hand. Well, I'm James, sorry. It's just on. not. I've been crucified by a hawthorn tree before. Trust me. You are not grabbing anything with that hand for a while. When when you have the pure adrenaline run, coursing through your veins and and the promise of no, uh, oh, brothel boobies. Oh, I see. Brothel boobies ahead brothel. of you. Um. <laughs> Y- you could flip a car. Well, I mean, it's not even you know, it's not even brothel boobies. He has he has the promise of the ultimate boobies. Yeah, That's what was true. what was the, her name? Was that Alana? The princess boobies. Is that the was that Alana though? Yeah, princess Alana? boobies. Because <laughs> she was friggin' gorgeous. She was. Fine. What, what a babe. What a, what a babe. Lay both, you down. Yeah, both, she was a babe. Both of the main character female leads in this movie. Yeah, both of them happen to be whores. <laughs> No. Both gorgeous. No, the 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 one was the princess, wasn't she? Oh yeah, Wait, yeah. In this movie, you're right. Oh, by the way, we need to bring up the fact that Prince Micah. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but if you close your eyes, he's Terence uh, Zudich. I can see that. Z- or Zunich. How do you say his last name? Uh, Terence Zudich. From uh, Repo. Repo. Yeah. I also thought he looked like Prince Fakwad. Lord Farquaad. There were. Hold on. Did any of you? Did Did either of you guys notice that there were like five or six characters in this movie that looked like Will Ferrell? Oh my God! Yes. Hell did yeah. you? That, that Thank you. Oh, me, when I fan cast these movies when I'm watching them, like I could do. There was a couple of. Them. Yeah. There was like there was one who kept doing this face where he was like he was. I can't do it, but he kept doing this face where he was like looking and smiling and nodding. The guy with the curly hair. And I was like, that's fuck. It's it's Will Ferrell. Like, I'm not even. I'm watching Will Ferrell, who has time traveled back to 1982 to make this shit movie uh, <laughs> because it was him. And by the way, the guy who played. Uh, uh, who was the. Who was the real. The dickhead who sold Cromwell? out. Cromwell? The, no, the, the guy who sold out Micah. You know who I'm talking about? He was like oh. Micah's right hand man. Oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. What was his name? Rodrigo? Was it McKelly? Michelli? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I, it's very difficult to actually remember names in this movie. There were so many. There were like so many discount like dime store. Type, oh, yeah. Like like uh, like the guy who played Cromwell to me was like a dime store uh, Rutger Hauer. Oh, absolutely. Right? Oh, Didn't yeah. he look exactly like absolutely. Rutger Hauer? Yeah, except oh, for was, like if he had gotten go for... dragged through a. I don't know. His face was dragged across cement or something. Yeah, I was gonna go Jerry Springer, but they all look very Jerry similar. Springer. They do. There was they a look lot of very plastic similar. surgery. <laughs> a lot of plastic surgery in this film for uh, sure. One of the things that was confusing is they kept they kept introducing new characters, but not developing any backstory for them at all, or like or are you having any compulsion to feel 
bad or be invested in these characters. Like, there was this one weird jail scene where, like, there was just these imprisoned people. Like, there was this, like, super jacked dude um, that got introduced. And that he guy was, was like, so ripped. The jailer? So jacked. No, no, no. Oh, the, the black guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They don't even have him listed here. Yeah. Bullshit. That guy was ripped um, out of his mind, dude. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like, jacked. And then they, there's, like... Then there was a girl, a blonde girl that got introduced. Like we don't yep. know anything about her. Like she gets I think her cut I, cut she, out, and I don't. Know. I, I think <laughs> the idea is that these were all people that knew who Talon was, like the like the Jack Black guy. Um, I just don't remember his name. That's why I'm referring to him. As well, the, the Tank, Jack no, Black Tank guy. said he doesn't. Even, I don't even think he's in the credits. Well, the thing is, like, like they they mentioned, like we all, like everybody here, owes something to Talon, which means that he's been around for a while. Like he's well known, at least within those circles. Right. So, like, he was just like I think his character was more to to show that like everybody here loves Talon, so everyone's gonna band together to help him, kind of thing. And the girl, I want to say, was part of the resistance undercover, faking her love for Nicholas Cronwell. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty certain that that's what that wait was. the blonde the blonde girl yeah who got her tongue ripped out she wasn't f- well, yeah she was she so she was hired as his like uh, like she what what did they even call her like she was basically the 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 top hoe <laughs> you know like she was a prostitute but she was his prostitute like she was, was a higher she, echelon prostitute right she was like she was dedicated to just serving him but she was doing it as part of the as part of the cause she was yeah. part of the rebellion the whole yep. time right she's like I'll suck I'll suck yo's dick but I'm not gonna like doing it right That's one it. thing from a casting <laughs> perspective that was interesting there a lot of the people a lot of people in the, in this film are in like a lot of classically bad movies that like uh, Mystery Science Theater and Rift Tracks have ripped before. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like uh, the guy that plays Cromwell, Richard Lynch, he's in one of my favorite terrible movies, uh, one of the worst movies of all time called Werewolf. And uh, Mystery Science Theater rips it. He's like the, uh, he's like an archaeologist in it. And it's, uh, you know, it's a classic film. I can't believe you guys haven't seen it. Joe Estevez is in it. So, <laughs> as in Emilio's brother? Who's, no, he's his own actor. He's, he's his own person, James. Come on, man. He's an incredible actor. He's in, in it for about 15 seconds. But, but. yes. Uh, but so he's in it, and uh, and I recognized him in that because he looks, he looks just fucking... Like, the years on his plastic surgery... They didn't get any better. Like it just he looks more <laughs> terrifying just naturally in that movie. Well, you got to check it out. Well, he was actually in uh in the Rob Zombie Halloween movie as well. Yes, he was. Oh, really? And okay. He, and and much like with what you're saying right now, he is terrifying looking. Yeah, he, it's not a good look. He plays Principal Chambers in the Rob Zombie Halloween. And uh Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, we're on dog, um, dog Yeah, we're on dog here. duty. Uh, <laughs> and he looks awful. Like he's, uh, it's uh, like his face just looks like a melting candle, basically. Right. It, yeah. That's a, <laughs> no that's disrespect. Perfect. Obviously, no disrespect. But another person who's in it is Reb Brown for for a minute. Are you guys familiar with Reb Brown at I'm all? I'm not. Reb no. Brown. No. Okay. Reb Brown is the star of Space Mutiny, which is where my stupid <laughs> name comes from. Space uh, Mutiny. Brick Hard Meat. Brick Hard Meat. That's yeah, actually that's a he, thing. Yeah, he's from a mystery science theater rip of Space Mutiny, where they every time he shows up on the screen, he's just like this jacked, like athletic, dumb-looking dude. <laughs> they always are like, they're like brick hard meat, 
Uh, what's another one? They say slab uh, bulkhead. Um, <laughs> bulkhead. It's like every time he comes up, they try to come up with like. There's like shirts they make of it. There's like, I, there's probably fifty different stupid names that they they say uh, when he shows up on screen. But he's been in a bunch of terrible movies. Like um, Yor is another. Oh, Yor Hunter from the future. So yeah, good. he's the star so of Yor, dude. He's the star of Yor, and he's a formal uh, former. Uh, I think he played in the NFL. He was a, a football player. Oh, um, I'm look, oh, yeah, I'm looking at pictures of him now. Oh, yeah, this dude. Kind of crazy. He's only dude. in this movie for a minute, though. Like, he shows up right at the, like, I don't know, towards the end of the film for, this, for a minute. This dude, 100, like, Brick Hardmeat is <laughs> the perfect way to describe this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Yeah. They, um, I mean, they, they had so many stupid names for, for Brick Hardmeat. It's good. So let's, let's get into... Uh, some of the stuff that we did like about this movie. Uh, mainly the beginning, the middle, and the end. <laughs> Bas- <laughs> basically the three times that they show Zusha. I yeah, mean, he, sweet, Zusha dude. was the highlight of this movie, except, right? Except for when he, in the beginning, after you see him in all of his glory, coming out in all of his drippy, wet goodness in the beginning, he then shows up the next time in like a cloak, looking like a shriveled thumb. Yeah, when, yeah, <laughs> like, that, really, that really disappointed me. Like, he comes out looking so badass, just like dripping with just like icor and fucking... Jism. Yeah, <laughs> just like... <laughs> <laughs> looking like looking like an absolute nightmare, right? Oh yeah. And then yeah, well, and then the and then lights he, that were on him too, though, to make him look all red and everything. Yeah, it looked like, incredible. It was yeah. Oh, and then and he was also played by Richard Mall in in that scene. Uh, he was only Richard Mall only physically played him. You guys know who that is, right? Uh, I've heard the name. I couldn't place him though. You know, uh, you ever watched Night Court? Yeah. He's Bull. Oh. Bull from Night Court. I, oh, he, really? Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Richard Mall. Okay. Um. <clears throat> So he only played him in the o- in the opening scene. Oh, uh, nice. because he had a really bad reaction to those contacts that they had him wearing. <laughs> Some somewhere the cast of Evil Dead is going pussies. <laughs> <laughs> we we had we had uh, acrylic paint covered uh, glass lenses put eyes. <laughs> Fuck you. Um. So he uh, I like he looks am- like to Mike's point he looks amazing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So cool and so badass and so powerful. And then the next time you see him, he's he's hobbling up in like a in like a hooded cloak. Like, oh, I'm really tired. You, you rang, sir. <laughs> like, and, and then he gets he gets slain by Cromwell in like a second. He's just like, ah, bye, bye. It just kills <laughs> yeah, he's, him he's, immediately. He's not he's not all that powerful. Now I know he was regaining his strength at that point. But he gets like kicked off of a ledge or whatever and falls to his death. You think he's dead? Now I saw I saw in the the like the trivia about this movie that so it says uh, uh, stuntman Jack Tyree was killed when he jumped off of a cliff and missed his airbags. Was oh, that him? Oh, shit. The only scene in this movie where somebody falls off of a cliff is that scene. Yep. Did that shot make it to the movie? It's very dude. I've seen worse. I mean, hell, in Twilight Zone, the movie, you saw death on screen. Oh, that's true. You think you you think 1982, with the budget they had, they weren't going to keep that shot? Shit, dude. We probably just watched a murder. That's fucking this man is a, died this, this scene. This is a snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Sword of the Sorcerer. We found it, guys. The very first snuff film ever made. It's also a muff film. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite documentary, Snuff and Muff. Snuff and Muff. <laughs> snuff and Muff. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no, he looks like a, a giant poosbah there. But then the next time that you see him, though, he's on his fucking throne and he looks amazing. Yeah. And there's that, that that vocal thing done to his voice. Yeah. And he sounds amazing. Like, mm-hmm. he's got that super deep, gross demon voice. Like, that sounded like the guy from... The Claw, the claw from <laughs> Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Gadget. <laughs> yeah. I'll get, get you, you, Cabbage. Gadget. Yeah. <laughs> I called him Cabbage for some reason. <laughs> I'll get you cabbage. I'm going to make a stew. I, I watched the discount version. Um, no, but he looked great in that scene, right? Um, yeah. No, I did not see spoilers. I did not see the ending coming. I did not think that, because he can change his opinion. He's a, he's a demon person, right? So he, he can change his what? He can change opinion. his opinion. No, his appearance. <laughs> his appe- he can change his opinion, too. <laughs> he can change his opinion. Like, uh, He's open to new information, <laughs> man. He's, he'll change his mind. Actually, but, actually, you know what? I'm not into this, you guys. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I did not expect, though, him to be the Lord Farquaad-looking guy. Oh, Farquaad. I did not expect... Yeah. Um, yeah. Mikhail, was that his name? I didn't expect him to be him at the end. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And it was cool. I liked it, like the whole the ripping the face in two and yeah. him yeah, popping out of the awesome. fucking. Dude, there cool. were there really were good. three parts of this movie that stood out to me in terms of effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, four parts. You have the the wall of faces in the beginning. Awesome, amazing. Mm-hmm. Probably actually the best part well, of the movie. To be honest, there's that. There's the the scene where the guy gets an axe to the face. It's a really quick scene. But there's a dude when they're the big fight at the very oh, end. Oh, and does the, fu- does, the act- does the blood just fucking yeah? Like the face in, like yeah. splits open. It's a split second yeah. thing, but it's amazing. There's the scene where the guy gets his head on the fucking grinding stone. That was cool. That was oh yeah, baller. Yeah. You don't really see much of it. A lot of the violence takes place just off camera. It does. You're right. Like you're right. not even not even like off camera as in like but, you can see the person who's doing the killing but you don't see the actual kill. But it was so much more hyper violent than the entire rest of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um there was that and then there was the um there was the scene where uh 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 oh fuck. Yeah, where, where he rips his face open yeah. and then uh What's his name? What's the... the Zusha. Zusha comes yep. out of the, the... like That's amazing. And yeah, that, that all cool. leads up to the greatest part of the movie, and that is the spectacular fireworks display that was that final fight scene with the swords and the sparks and the fireworks. Yeah. That oh, whole yeah. entire sequence was amazing. Yeah, that's cool. That Every cool sword thing. fight should have been like that. <laughs> Except the guy... You guys are right. He wasn't a loincloth. He finally gets his tri-sword back, which how does he keep getting the other two blades? Where does the tri-sword Magic. come from? How does he get it back at the end of the movie? Who's I'll carrying? tell you what. I'll tell you what. In in, in D and D, he lost an, it when I, he was nine. <laughs> there's there's an explanation. Then why didn't he have it? He did. He fucking he had that sword. Not the, whole the entire time, dude. He didn't. Yes, he did. No. Yes, he did. I don't know. I don't yeah, he did. So, okay. well, so what do you in D and D? What? Oh, in D and D. So there's there's an explanation for for literally anything. All all you have to do is ask the dungeon master, and they'll tell you magic. That's it. <laughs> because of magic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> So why did magic. I just why did I just die? It's magic. Because of magic. You know. Because of How magic. How did he get his uh, you know, three shotgun blast sword back? Magic. That's fair. That's fine. I'm fine with that yep. actually. Yep. That doesn't bother me at all. I'm into it. He doesn't retrieve it like a bow and arrow. He's not like, oh, let me put this back in my quiver. It's like, no, man, this motherfucker reloads its shit. So you think it just just shows up? It just shows back up? I guess so. Or does it it actually like, is it like uh, Mjolnir where it just like 
at some point those blades come whoosh, like back to the to Ooh. the hilt. That would be cool, but you that know? was not in the budget for 1982. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the sword. I felt like this movie was very much heavy on the swords, not so much the sorcery. Like uh, I agree. There's lots yeah. of like swashbuckling, like. Yeah, thank you. Yes, dude. The entire fight. time when I was watching the movie, I'm like, this looks like a swashbuckling pirate movie more yeah. than yeah. Yes, and real cheesy fight scenes. Yep. I think that we like once more before we before we move on to our next movie. I think that we should put strong emphasis on just how shitty the main character was. Like oh, he was oh, he he shitbag. <laughs> like like in these old source uh, sword and sorcery movies. Like I, I I like the idea of like a chivalrous. Uh, you know, a sh- a chivalrous knight coming in, saving the day, getting the girl. Like that's what you want right. to see, right? He was just a prick, though. Such <laughs> like an outdated opinion, James. Well, no, I know it's well. <laughs> I I guess by today's standards, he was probably more of a more of a like what 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 you'd get out of a modern man. He comes in, he says to the girl, "My bounty is being in your bed for a night." Yep. And then you think by the end of the movie, like my thoughts, because I'm a romantic, were, oh, by the end of the movie, he's going to fall desperately in love with her, right? And he's going to take and he's going to take over the kingdom and they're going to rule happily ever after. No, he literally just he he literally just fucks her for that night. Yep. yep. (laughs) And then he's on pieces out with he's on his he's on his horse the next day. Just Let's riding off into the puss. sunset. I mean, he had to get. Oh, his... he literally says at the end, because the guy says, I, "I'm wondering if I can join you," and he says, "Come, there's lands to conquer and women to love," and then they fucking <laughs> ride off into the sunset. I was like, "Really? It's like the worst like that message." You, you just yeah. banged her, and then that's it. That's it. You're done. Her brother died. Yeah, her brother died protecting you. Didn't he die? Didn't uh. Didn't uh, uh Terrence, was that? Yeah, he, didn't Terrence Zittich die? I think he did die, but was it her brother? Was it her lover, or was it both? They because did I have. They heavy, did. Uh, they did have some Lannister energy going. <laughs> they really did. Like right, right at the beginning, of, like I thought for sure that they were going to kiss at one point. Yeah, yeah. Like they, oh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, another question that I had. Uh, so Talon watches Cronwall kill his mother at the beginning of the movie, right? It's mm-hmm. Cromwell. It's the, no, it's Cromwell. Um, he gets, so it, uh, his mother got Cromwell. And <laughs> the, it's a Red Wings reference for people that don't know it. Um, his mother got Cromwell. And like this is a big turning point in his life, right? This yeah. is where he disappears and everything else. So you'd think that he would come back looking for vengeance. No, he kind of is there a little bit on a whim. Like He doesn't really seem like he ever really understands what's going on. And when he meets the the heirs to the throne, like they talk about Cronwall all the time, and he and he didn't, he never reacts to that name whatsoever. Then there's a scene where Cronwall finally comes face to face with them, and he goes, "You don't remember me, do you?" You know, and it's like, like, "I know who you are," and this and that. But then in the third act, at the very very end, they have another come to Jesus moment where they have to like figure out who each other are again. How do they not know who each other are? Right. Who? Yeah. Who are ye? They, yeah. Like, did you notice that? St- like the very last <laughs> yeah. fights, the very last like fight scene. It's like, it's like, oh, I killed your father. It's like I thought that was established in the first fucking act. Yeah. How right. does he not know this? Yeah. It's like Talon like completely lost the plot when yeah. he when he left. Like you'd think that he would go off and train and just wait for his day, right? I mean, right? I, for I vengeance. It. He was distracted by a shit ton of titties in the movie. <laughs> I get it. But like, come on, man. <laughs> 
whores <laughs> as far as the eye can see. <laughs> yeah, he really was. He really was the worst. And, and yeah. then at the end of the movie, it says, "It says, uh, stay tuned for Talon's next adventure in the fucking." What is it? The cl- yeah, they already have the name of the sequel. Yeah. Oh, like, oh guys, the sequel exists. Lined up. Oh, I have oh, to imagine no. it does. <laughs> oh, oh, you can't imagine this. What's the it sequel, called? The sequel exists. It's by the same name. Yeah. But it came out in 2010. No, no, it's- no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, it's yeah, not- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, at the did you not pay attention in the credits? It said it said stay tuned for yep. Talon's next adventure. Yeah, that that doesn't exist though. It doesn't? No. They never made took, that movie? It took them 30 years, and they finally made it in 2010, starring Kevin, Kevin Sorbo. Sorbo. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Hold yep. On. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Can, can, we, can we make a promise to get drunk and watch this together? <laughs> Absolutely. And then talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So you're saying that Tales of the Ancient Empire does not exist? No. It's the Kevin Sorbo movie. Mm, okay. Yes. Look it up. I love me. Ja- I'm James, Sorbo. I, James is trying to prove me wrong, and he's not going to because I did the research. Kevin Sorbo is a national treasure. Okay, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, he was somebody's treasure. I don't know if he was our <laughs> national treasure, but I'm sure somebody likes him. So, so they slab hunk flink, <laughs> trunk slam chest, <laughs> punt speed chunk. <laughs> Uh, Pack Blowfish. Are these all names that they were giving him throughout the the other Roll Bizzle Beef? <laughs> Big McLarge Huge. That might be my favorite one. I, I like that one a lot. <laughs> Big <laughs> Big large Huge. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> all right. Oh uh, man. Uh, outstanding. So okay. Beef Blast Body. I'm sorry. Okay. That's the last one. So, so at the end of this movie, they say, stay tuned for Talon's next adventure in Tales of the Ancient yeah. Empire. They put it out. They oh, yeah. said, stay tuned for yeah. this. And then they never did oh, it. No, no. Until 28 years later. Does it later. not shock you this movie didn't get an immediate sequel? That's fucking perfect. That's perfect, actually. I'd yeah. honestly be stunned if they did get a second movie. And so they did. That makes it sense. took 30 years. They did finally get it, though. That's amazing. 28, I, Mike. Okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh dude yes can we can we can we actually get together and watch this done you remember how we used to do dude. cinema day rock with uh with the boys even though we only this did it twice what, I, that's my beef with this movie uh, is that i wish like in in a traditional setting we would all just be hanging out watching this drinking and talking about it while we're watching it like that i feel like that's the way this movie needs to absolutely be oh yeah dude for sure not by yeah. yourself like really just like Taking notes. Oh, yeah. Well, that Boobies. would mean that Got would mean it. that you okay. need to leave your family and <laughs> come hang out with us forever. For once, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's do it. I'll do it. I don't need to be thrown up on, you know, for one night. No, you know, not at all. Not we'll figure at something all. out. <laughs> that would be fun. By the way, Tales Abelar, Tales of the Ancient Empire from 2010, featuring Kevin Sorbo as Talon, uh, or as Aiden. Yeah, I, I saw that too. I don't understand it. Well, whatever. It is what it is. It it's got a two point four out of ten on IMDb. Which <laughs> better than a one. Which you don't see that very often. You don't a see one. a movie that shit very often. So I definitely want to watch this. Absolutely yeah, I want to. Fun. Yep. All right, guys. Uh moving on to the Green Knight from twenty twenty one. Tank loved this movie. Uh directed by <laughs> <laughs> David Lowry, who directed Pete's Dragon, the live-action Pete's Dragon movie for Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Ghost oh. Story, which was starring, I believe, um, Mara... 
Mar Rooney and um, yeah, I wish it was Patrick Swayze. Well, uh, Casey uh, Affleck. Yeah, Casey Affleck. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's also doing the new live action uh, remake of Peter Pan and Wendy, which after watching this movie, really? I'm actually very excited about that because yeah. there's a lot of uh, a lot of in you know inroads there. Inroads. Sure. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we know. Um, let's see here. An epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless Arthurian legend of the Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gawain. Gawain. Uh, it's, it's pronounced both ways, technically, but Gawain for our sake. Uh, King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew who embarks on a daring quest to confront the eponymous Green Knight. Uh, a gigantic emerald-skinned stranger who is an tester of men. Is it, who's what? Dun, dun, dun. Tester of men. Oh, I thought you said intester. I was like, that's not a word I'm familiar <laughs> the with. Intester of men. Intester. Um, <laughs> yeah, this movie, has a, uh, this movie has a who's who of cast. Actually, it's a stacked cast. It really is. Um, Dev Patel, who was in Slumdog Millionaire. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You have Alicia Vidanker, who is not only a babe. No, nope, sh- not even close. Uh, Vikander. Vikander, sorry. <laughs> who is not only a babe, but she is Laura Croft. In the Tomb Raider movies, yes, the new ones, yeah, and she was the babe in Ex Machina. I can say that because she was a machine, and that's not sexist. And <laughs> he can say that because she's a babe. She's a babe. <laughs> uh, Sarita Kuchri, who is in everything, she is. Yeah, again, didn't get the name right. I don't think. Yeah, Chukri. Sh- charcuterie. <laughs> that's not her fucking name. <laughs> charcuterie. Chowdery. 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 Yeah, sorry. Whatever. She's yeah, in everything. A, though. Uh, she traditional. Pop- uh... She. <laughs> Very very traditional uh Well, ap- we got appetizer. Santana charcuterie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is she not, though, in everything? I feel like she pops up in all over the place. Um, she's in tons of stuff. I don't know much about her, to be oh, honest I, with oh, you. Oh, I have. Uh, Sean Harris, who played King Arthur. Uh, he's been in stuff. Uh, Joel Joel Edgerton. It's, it's a literal who's who. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Joel Edgerton. Uh, Tank, you know who Joel Edgerton is. Joel Edgerton. Yeah, Holy shit, uh, Mike. I said, Edgerton. I said Edgerton. <laughs> you said Edgerton. Uh, no, I'm just drunk. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Uncle Owen. It's Uncle Owen from uh, the uh, Star Wars prequels. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. As soon as I saw him, I go, oh, fucking Uncle Owen. Hey. Like, what <laughs> yeah. up, dude? Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, though, uh, also, in a completely uncredited role, which I think is very funny here, Patrick Duffy is... Listed in an uncredited role as Gawain's Gawain. 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 There we go. Gawain's friend. The only thing that I can think of is that Patrick Duffy voiced the fox. Oh. And then there was like obviously heavy effects put on it, but he was talking. I went back and I rewatched that scene where the fox is talking to him. Yeah. And I closed my eyes to see if I could picture his voice. Yeah. I kind of can. I don't know for sure that I mean, it's him. I think you could probably do that for anybody, right? I don't know that it's him, but like I can definitely see if he's talking like a really like <clears throat> low pitched, whispery voice, and there's a whole bunch of shit put on top of it. Okay, I so, can see it. Uh, Wikipedia is not always the best source, but uh, Patrick Duffy is also credited as Gowan's friend, a role believed to be the fox that accompanies Gowan throughout this throughout his quest. No shit. Patrick fucking Duffy. <laughs> like, like, why? That's so. That's so random. He like, must... who's who thought? Let's go see what the dad from Step by Step's doing. This is a. This is completely <laughs> a guess. My my guess though is that uh, what's his name? The director, uh, David Lowry. Yeah. probably knows him, mm. and he's friends with them and put him in there. It, it, that's my guess. Yeah, 
Um, I have nothing to go on for that. But that's wild. I mean, because like, where the hell else have you seen <clears throat> yeah, Patrick Duffy in the last? Did, did Patrick Duffy just show up to the uh, auditions <laughs> for, for the voice of the fox? Like? Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd like to do the fox, the voice of the fox. Yeah. What does the fox say? Patrick Duffy, 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 Patrick Duffy, 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 Duffy. Turn back. <laughs> anyway, um, I loved this movie. I stand corrected because Patrick Duffy is apparently active as shit. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's got credits from 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. He, sure. He was in a Tim and Eric sketch. Was he really? It's pretty funny. He had the D pants. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was basically like diarrhea pants. <laughs> Pants you can shit in. It's basically just a, a oh, bag. That's a great tagline for a new line pants. of jeans. Pants, pants, you, can shit pants you can shit in. <laughs> anyway, though, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, why wouldn't he be active? He's taking his acting role step by step. Mm. Oh, day by day. Son of a bitch, you did it. <laughs> I did it. Son of a bitch. Um, okay, so like I was saying, though, I loved this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. Loved it. I did. Let's, tank, tank, let's start tank with loved it let's too. start with the neg. Let's uh, let's start with the <laughs> negative here. Tank, why why did you hate this movie so much? I, I didn't hate it. I, I guess Tankersley, why did you oh, hate this movie back, so much? I don't plan on watching it again. I mean, I don't know. It was um, I guess maybe I had I had uh, uh, too many edibles. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I was edible free. Edible free this time. Um, I guess I maybe had different expectations of it. Like the Green Knight, I saw the trailer and I was expecting like maybe a traditional hero's journey, yeah. you know, kind of like seeing the development of a of a young, uh, hopeful knight and like seeing their development to becoming a, a knight. I can and, uh, absolutely agree with you on that. This movie same. was not what I expected it to be. Same. At all. I, d- I think there I was did. probably a lot of disappointed people at the box office. Or like... Like maybe not disappointed, maybe just like thrown off. Like for for the uncultured, yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> I feel like I mean because yeah. the 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 tale <laughs> the tale I'm uncultured. I get <laughs> the tale of the Green Knight as far as uh, as far as folklore goes. Like it's it it's a it's a pretty well known tale, mm-hmm. but like for modern audiences, it might not be that. Well known, sure, sure. So, like a well, little, a little more backstory for the for, with the with the Green Knight would have been cool, or or like I don't even need expose necessarily. Like, who cares? Like, I don't need to know where he is. He's of the earth, right? Like, he's sort he's well, like. Well, a, I always disclosure. thought the Green Knight was the same as the Green Man. Apparently, that's not the case. The, oh, the, the, like the Green the, Man the symbols on the, the deity. Trees. He's the deity, basically, of like Earth, right? And and all that kind of stuff. And apparently, that's much older than the stories of the green knight yeah um they That's like scholars though stuff, yeah right? scholars though think that the green knight is modeled maybe after that sure that makes sense um but it wasn't what i thought it was so see i thought the green knight was the green man i thought that was like the oh, de- like the deity right um but and it could and, and for all we know and we'll get into how how he came to be and all that it could have been a take on that yeah being how he was summoned and, and all that stuff right so Oh, and by the way, spoilers. Oh, heavy spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Ahead. So, uh, <laughs> ahead, right? Oh, you <laughs> there. There's heads involved yes. if you listen, in this film. If you, if you listen to our show, uh, this, this, uh, this discussion, before you watch the movie, you will be green with envy of those who watched the movie first. Oh, yes. You son of a bitch. I'm, I'm going you, home You now. are a pistol. <laughs> you are a pistol. You're a real rascal. <laughs> anyway, though, um, so James, what is the story about? Punts. Well, so basically, you've got uh, Gawain, who's kind of a shit heel. Um, 
another <laughs> shitty main character. He really was. Like he like so I, I don't know a ton about Arthurian legends, I'll be honest with you. It's just not my wheelhouse. There's a sword and a stone. I think it's I think it's cool. I like I I like those stories, but like as far as like reading the as far as reading the like the old stories, they're sometimes they're so dry it's like hard to it it's hard be. to really it wrap your be. head around, you know. I, I mean? think there's a lot of really good <clears throat> stories though. Absolutely. But they are dry. There's I, been, I agree. There's been so many amazing adam- adaptations, modern adaptations of Arthurian legend, but mm-hmm. like it's it's hard to actually get through the the actual stories, yeah. right? Can be. Um as far as I... King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, 1993, the cartoon. Perfect summarization of everything <laughs> exactly. you need to know about this. Uh, it, like, it's... it's it's With with Gawain, I know that he's been... Uh, like, I know, like, Liam, Liam Neeson played Gawain in... Uh, what the fuck? What was that movie? Does anybody know what I'm talking I don't about? Know no, I know. I know that Liam Neeson played, played Gawain at some at some point in time. But he's... Te- the he's, Last Witch Hunter? No, he's that was typically He's typically <laughs> portrayed as a... Like this honorable, uh, valiant knight who's also very chivalrous and also very merciful. And uh, Dev Patel, I love Dev Patel in this movie. As, as I thought he was so good, it's fantastic. Yeah, but the character, but the character is the name of the, sh- the movie that uh, Liam there you go, there you go. Yes, exactly. Um, the actual character that Dev Patel is playing in this movie is a is kind of a jackass well this movie too they they did say they took a lot of liberties in changing the story mm-hmm. in this like um like the character of uh uh gawain gawain gawain, gawain uh was, or or was if you're or be... if you're king arthur there's an r in there for some reason garwin well, garwin he calls him garwin, garwin. <laughs> he calls him garwin the whole well, time the character was supposed to be a white anglo-saxon right like and then when uh when what's his name the director uh saw dev patel in something else he's like no that's him like mm-hmm. he's royal and regal and this yeah. and that. he's perfect oh dev patel is amazing and that was just movie. one of many changes though to the story that they made for this adaptation which is perfectly fine by me i like a good adaptation yeah so. it didn't it didn't bother me like you you've got you've got king arthur who mm-hmm. is clearly very white very oh, yeah. european sure and he's talking about his sister who's played by sarita chowdhury mm-hmm. uh right. no it, I, it was his it, wife's sister i thought no it was his I, sister are you sure I could have sworn it was, it was his it was, wife's sister. It was his sister, and Gawain was queefed from her womb. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys catch that? Do you guys yes. watch? I like. I watch pretty much all movies with subtitles on these days because we watch so many movies that have like like quiet lines. And he, he here, actually please. says, you, you were queefed forth from her womb." I was like, "Yes, that is fucking awesome." That's and that that's going right into the lexicon. That's what I'm going to say to everybody from now. Like. <laughs> I'm gonna like 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 at 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 my. At Can I my... wish you a happy queef day every, every year. <laughs> On this day, you were queefed forth from your mother's womb. <laughs> like that's such a fucking classy way of saying it, man. So my so my neighbors, um, they just had a child recently, and uh, next time I see them, I'm gonna ask them, you know. When you uh, queefed her from your womb, uh, how 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 did you fare, milady? Just and they'll never talk to me again. Oh, that that could be a blessing in disguise. In fairness, and he says, "I will not talk to you until one year hence." Oh my god! So uh, come what, see thee in one year hence. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, que- so like like that, that that didn't even it didn't even. It really didn't even register to me. Like, 
you know, like that we were talking about uh, Dev Patel and Sarita Chowdhury, obviously, like as far as uh, as far as them, you know, Gowan is typically a white Anglo-Saxon male. Yeah. Didn't even register. Yeah. I didn't even give a shit. Like it's like that Dev Patel played the role so amazingly. Mm-hmm. He was Gowan. Uh, Sarita Chowdhury played the mother so well. Like it, like I know that some people get all caught up in in that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Sure. Like oh, what are you like? This is like what? What are you doing? Like with the well, see, like, this is why I thought this is why I thought it was his wife's sister because. Because King Arthur's wife looks to be, and I, I don't, I don't mean to be like weird about this at all, but like she looks to be of the same background as them. No, they because because he's definitely not the same nationality as King impression. Arthur. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I think it's, but, his, but I swear to God, I think, Arthur's wife is. No, she's not. She's that that really? woman. Okay. That woman plays. Uh, she's she's in Game of Thrones. Yeah, she's she's the crazy. Uh, what's her yeah, name? Yeah, she. Who breastfeeds her child though she's like yeah she's, she's uh so like starts well, starts with an L right in Game of Thrones I forget I'll look but it up. she always plays this <laughs> like she 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 plays like she's in period pieces like this a lot I feel like she's always playing some like either uh like woman of nobility or or in Game this of Thrones a crazy woman this of is the nobility. queen you're talking about I think wasn't she also in Liza Liza, yeah. Wasn't she also in the yeah. Vavitch? Was she the mother in the Vavitch? I know people in this movie were in the Vitch. There's two of them. Who else? I don't remember who it was, though, to be honest. I remember Ooh, reading it, but dope, that was dude. it. Yeah, the witch was um, so good. Regardless of which, though. Regardless of which. Yeah. No, you're right. I think she was. I'll, I I'll think she was the mom in the witch. I can't even see her name. She should be Guinevere in the in the um, credits, right? Kate Dickey. Kate Dickey. How could you uh, forget about a Dickie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw her name in the credits. I'm like, that is the dumbest name uh, for such a noble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's get Kate Dickey on the case. Let's get her. A- Why can't I find her in the fucking? What do you think about Kate Dickey? I can't find um, her in the. Mike's going to have to edit who this cares? down yeah, who a little cares? bit, just, but it's fine. Just go on. Oh, d- hold on. Hold on. Peaky Blinders. Ralph Ineson played the fucking Green Knight? Yeah. Don't edit this out because this is a revelation. Are you editing this part out? I I I will edit it later. Okay, hold on. Go on. Hold on. Let me. I'll I'll react again then. Hold on. <laughs> Ralph Ineson plays the Green Knight. Yeah. Who's that? Ralph Ineson. Ralph Ineson is the dad in the Vavitch. Oh, okay. There you go then. Yeah, she's in the Wit. The Vitch. So okay, go, those, so this is. Wait, so those are the two people then that were in the Vavitch that were in this movie. I remember reading that there was two people in it, but that's as far as. It oh, so made. she's credited as just Queen. Why would you? Yeah. I mean, everybody. It's not a huge role, but everybody knows. Everybody knows King that Queen. King Arthur is married to Guinevere. Why would you not just fucking call her Guinevere? Well, he's like, also as he's legend so, foretold. He's also not. He's also not credited as King Arthur. He's just credited as King. Oh, right. So, but so he obviously here, is. Right? Well, it is, but it isn't though. There's not a lot of attention drawn to the fact that he is King Arthur, okay. outside of the fact that he's the head of a round, a literal round table. But also the sword, like the 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 sword. There's so but much even the weight sword, put behind. But the even sword. the sword when he gives it. So the they're they're sitting around the round table. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gawain is sitting there with his friend Gawain. How do you say it? Whatever. He's sitting there with his friends. Yeah. And he gets called to sit by the side of the king. Yeah. And he's talking to him, saying, he's like, I, I feel this like, great shame and regret, but you've never sat at my table, yeah. yada, yada. And then the green knight 
bursts into the room because they're celebrating Christmas. Uh-huh. The Green Knight bursts into the room, and that's kind of terrible where... Christmas movie, by the way. What's that? <laughs> What did you say? Terrible Christmas movie. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm not I think it was actually Christmas. a nice Christmas movie. I agree. <laughs> um, but uh, the Green Knight bursts in and lays down this Christmas challenge. So it's at it's at that point. By the way, not enough. He says Chris- that. Not enough. Not enough challenge. Christmas challenges Christmas are laid game. down these days. <laughs> <laughs> There's a severe lack of Christmas, Christmas way challenges cooler. these days. Like somebody, I I need my uncle. I need my uncle my uncle Tom <laughs> to come in one day and just fucking slap down a Christmas Ooh, challenge don't bring one un- day. Uncle Tom into this. Why not? Oh, uncle Tom. <laughs> one on. year hence. Uh, come on, James. <laughs> come on, like, James. Gonna, you must eat 24 eggs. Here, Mike. No, so all that, though, to say, when uh, when Gawain... Yeah, that's a weird come word. Come on. Go away. When Gluwin, um, when he steps forward, though, to say, I will take on the Green Knight, uh-huh. he needs a sword. Yeah. Nobody gives him a sword except for King Arthur. Right. And there's not a lot of emphasis put on the fact that, like, this is the sword. Yes, there is. Not really. Yes, there is. No, because, not. like, he goes to give him his sword, and, and, and Gawain is like, really? Well, yeah. No, Fucking but, Excalibur. But You're going to hand but me that Excalibur could be, like, right so you could take that, But you could take that as, oh, why is only the king giving up his sword? Like, I took that as more of, like, the king's giving me his sword, and none of the knights are. No, bro. Like, it wasn't so much that it was Excalibur. No. I don't know. Like, to me, like, to me... I didn't from, from think the, they put that big of an emphasis on it. From the very beginning, I saw it as okay. King Arthur. Well, because the, good for you. Because the, because the voiceover at the beginning of the movie even mentions King Arthur. It does, and it says this is I not that, that tale. Like, but it okay. Anyway, I'm what, just saying. Like, I I didn't think that they put as a, a ton of emphasis on the fact that it was that sword. All right. It's just kind of one of those things where if you know the story of King Arthur, you know, oh cool, that's Excalibur. That's that's heavy. If you know what you're watching, if you don't know what you're watching, that scene doesn't play out the same way. Okay, I that's get all you. I'm See, saying. See, I so just full disclosure here, I did not realize. I did hear that this was a, a King Arthur's tale, but as I was watching it, I missed the part where they talked about King Arthur. No, so. they don't. Talk no, about they don't. Him. They that's don't the actually they talk don't. about King Arthur. It's oh, no. they don't. Okay. They, the only time they mention him by name, I think, is in that opening dialogue where they talk about him and they say something, 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 King Arthur. But this is not the like king everybody we're knows about. the tale yeah. of the king who pulled okay. the sword from the stone. This is, this not, is not that tale exactly. But to well, me, it was into James. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say to James' point, like. I watch it on with subtitles too, and they do reference them as king and queen. They don't say Arthur and Glenn. Right, right. Like it's it's you know it's very like well, it just seems like it's a separate. That was actually thing. I, and I, I don't know anything about the green. That green, was actually to so Mike's I, credit. Mike was the one because I was the oh, one okay. who said it seems pretty obvious that it's Arthur and Guinevere. No, it's not though. I think it is. Well, they there's context clues, yes. Well, but and also because not... and also because if you know anything about the story of Gawain, Gawain is actually one of the knights how of the people, Round Table. How many people actually know that though? I mean, but, I didn't. Like, know I that. didn't. To, 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 to I be didn't honest with you, I didn't oh, know that. All right. Yeah. Okay. I only know of it because of the little bit of like the the, the intro, and then it's an Arthurian tale. Like right. I knew that from the trailer, mm-hmm. but that's it. So they do they do hint towards it in the trailer, but. I think what I liked about it is that they didn't lean on that. You have these, you have these really heavy hitters in the movie. They don't lean on them at all, though. Well, well, uh, Arthur is actually portrayed as like this feeble king, like a, a king at the end of his days. Basically. Might I say? Might I say that Sean Harris needs to play Jesus in his life because King Arthur looks exactly <laughs> like Jesus in this movie. Well, if you think Jesus is white. Well, that's I'm I'm American, of with, course I do. With red hair, <laughs> of course.
course I do. <laughs> he needed to catch a nap. Homeboy was not doing yeah, well. Yeah, he was. He needed. Yeah, to. he was in rough shape. Um. Okay, so we spent a lot of time on the beginning of this ever. Yeah. Uh, but the Green Knight comes Maybe in. An Epsom salt bath. <laughs> I don't know something. Something's guys. Nice, nice long soak. The, the Green Knight comes in, lays down his challenge, <laughs> and uh, Gowan is the the one to uh, pick up arms against him. Yeah. And basically, the challenge is. Lay a blow against me, and in a year's time, seek me out, and I will return the same blow to you. Whether <laughs> it's what he said, it's what he said. Okay. Why couldn't James say it? Had to be Mike. Mike had He's to. A man of the wood. Okay, come on. Um, so, <laughs> so Gawain, so Gawain, though he uh, he basically cuts his head off. He could have just done a, a small Not basically. Scratch. He actually yeah, yeah. fucking cuts but his he, head off. He, he, could he have literally done, he did. He could have done a scratch. He could have done just a first blow, whatever. But no, he straight up cuts <clears> his head off. Well, so it, it was, yeah. So like the 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 uh, the challenge laid out before him, he says, whatever blow you deal to me, one year hence you shall come to my chapel and, and be dealt the same blow. Yeah, he could have just like, and he even says, he explicitly says, if it's a scratch on the cheek... You'll get a scratch on the cheek, and then we will part yeah. ways as friends sure. and trusted allies. Or you know, yeah. if you fucking cut Which, me down, this was the first. Um, <clears throat> this was the first point of I think the overall like uh, moral of the movie. Yeah, and the the moral of the movie is chivalry. The moral <clears throat> of the movie is basically like maturity and learning how to be a decent human being not just a decent knight but a decent human being well, so i because his character up until now is a shit show yeah he has he has no direction he has no anything like yeah. he's like he's, he's us, like basically. he's hanging like, he's <laughs> hanging out in a horror house with essel yeah can't blame him total babe but uh <laughs> oh dude total babe i well, i looked cut, up pixie cut i looked up the <laughs> you, you know me <laughs> i looked up the five uh, virtues of knights. <laughs> yeah, as did I. It's because, a big part of the movie. Because uh, um, Guinevere, I'm just going to call her Guinevere, even That's though fine. they don't explicitly say that. Guinevere says before he's he's sent off on his journey, uh, may the may the five force be with you. <laughs> may the force be with you. May the five tenets. She was in row one. <laughs> may the five tenets of of knighthood guide your way. May the five prayers of the mother be your virtue whatever so the five tenets of of uh, or the five virtues of knights are friendship generosity chastity courtesy and piety yep. obviously all of these so far gawain is not an expert at no he fails in every single test in the movie now did you do you know where all these things fit into the movie well i i i didn't i didn't look I didn't look it up because so I, I didn't have time. So I'm kind of like going off of just what I remember. I, I would knew, say that like courtesy, courtesy is the very first one. Sure. Because the the Green Knight extends this challenge to him, basically saying, you deal a blow to me, I'll deal the same blow to you. The courteous thing, if he were really knightly and, 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 and doing the courteous thing would have been to just give him a small, like he could have, he could have even just laid down arms and tapped him on the back of the head see and so this is where this is where where i come in i don't think that that first encounter necessarily had anything to do with those five points <clears throat> i think that first encounter was like a first test to see where he falls on the scale of what he has to improve on and what he has to do to become a knight but, well yeah but that would have fallen into but there's other parts in the movie though that hit every every single part of this movie hit on a, on a different point of that thing. Okay. Um, I think that the, the... So the Green Knight obviously was conjured by 
Gowan's mother. Right. Gowan's mother is a witch. That's right. why she didn't go to the celebration of Christmas. She's a pagan. She didn't have, she doesn't she didn't believe have, she didn't in, have the guts for merriment. Yeah, exactly. That's what she said. Exactly. Um, I don't have she, the guts for merriment. She's a pagan, though, and she goes to her own ritual where yeah. she summons the Green Knight. The Green Knight was summoned by his mother, in my interpretation at least, was summoned by his mother to teach him how to be a man. Because she knew right, it, he was a shitbag of a son. You're right, right. He's been fucking off this right Yeah, time. like, like yeah, he comes exactly. home. Oh, you've been in the whorehouse all night. You've been drinking all night. Like, right. It's any mother's way of basically whipping her son into shape. That was my That's mother's way. My mother, was. when I was 18, she summoned the Green Knight. <clears throat> yeah? Yeah, it's any mother's way. Your mother turned me into a man a completely different way. <laughs> she did on peels. <laughs> we on already peels. we already talked about it like three weeks ago. <laughs> okay, so the the five points of the the knights thing. Did you notice though <clears throat> that King Arthur and all the knights wore uh a, it's called a pentacle. The pentacle, yeah. The pentacle uh, around their na- neck. And did you also notice that when the camera, the cinematography in this movie, by the way, amazing, fucking gorgeous, incredible, absolutely yeah, I will say gorgeous. That. I wasn't a huge fan of this film. But the, it was Although it I will bring up, fantastic. and I do want to get to why Tank didn't like this movie, but I will bring up what I said to you guys earlier. There are some scenes that are so fucking dark that you can't see anything. I didn't have a big problem with it, but I watched it at night, backlit by a beautifully forest green light across my wall, which is beautiful. We get it. You're rich. You I can know. afford LEDs to go <laughs> on the back of your TV. <laughs> I know. Look. Yeah, I couldn't see shit in a lot of a lot of. Did songs. you watch it at night, Tank? I he I watched watch it, at night it at night and he couldn't see shit. So I was fine with it. Sorry. But my I don't know, my TV like with even like the last few uh episodes of like Game of Thrones, I couldn't see shit. I'm like, what's going on? It's just black. There's supposed to be was a your dragon TV, flying around. Was your TV around. turned on? Was your TV off? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it was made within the last two years. It's a Samsung. I don't know. Was, I, I, I can't see. I couldn't see jack shit. I'm like, is the movie on? What happened? Know, it was dark. Did I lose it power? It definitely was dark. I'll give you that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That, at yeah. points. It's not the whole um, thing, but at points. But it was there's a scene, though, where the camera goes, uh, it's like from a, a bird's eye view, top down, and mm. it zooms out from the round table. Mm-hmm. And that pentagon is on the ground as well. Yeah. And he's, and, and Gawain and the... Uh, a Gowan sitting in the middle of that pentacle. Like he's in the middle of it. And that's to me, that signified that's the start of the journey is in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's like Trivial Pursuit. You start in the middle, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have to get your pie pieces, and then you go back to the middle, right? Yeah. So that's where it started. So for me, uh, the, the five points, uh, like you said, generosity, courtesy, chastity, uh, fellowship, and piety. Yeah. Okay. The very first Wait, one. Wait, hold on. Uh, well, f- fellowship, friendship, sure. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, generosity. Is when he's going, th- he starts his journey to mm-hmm. go back to see the Green Knight at the Green Chapel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first person that he meets is the scavenger the on the battlefield. On the battlefield, yeah. That's generosity. The kid, the guy gives him information as to where the, the, the chapel is, and he doesn't bother to repay him for his generosity of yeah. just telling him where to go. Yeah. He failed that test. He has to beg for it, essentially, yeah. That. Yeah, are my, are my, <clears throat> is my advice not worth anything to you? Yeah. That scavenger. I got so. I mean, you know, I'm a big Kevin Costner fan, but that scavenger was absolutely Christian Slater, oh, Christian Slater in totally. Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh my God, he acted like him. Yeah. He looked like him. He like it's the same <laughs> fucking role. He didn't. He it, 
he didn't. He, he, he does. Didn't, he, he he was like because like he was no Christian Slater like heartthrob. He was like it was like if Adam Divine no Christian Slater. It was like if Adam Divine was playing Christian Slater's role in. I don't know. Robin I love I, I Robin Hood. That, I love that character though. But even to where they set a hmm. trap for him later, and like the rest of the his friends come. Like it's no, all, yeah, that, it's one hundred percent Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Like, which make sure we come back to this part because there's questions I have about. I will. Yeah, okay. I just want to get through my points here real quick. Uh, courtesy, when he when he when he sees uh, uh, what's her name um, Winifred, and she asks him to get her head mm. out of the uh, mm. out of the water, mm-hmm. she just she's just asking him to do it. He goes, "Well, if I do this, what am I going to get from you?" It's the courtesy of going down and getting yeah. retrieving her head. He just fails get my that. fucking head. <laughs> uh, chastity. I do love. I he says, "Are you are you real? Or are you a ghost?" And she says, "What does that matter? I still need my head." Yeah, exactly. Like that was. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, chastity. Well, he came in her hand. Failed that. Well, actually, he came was, in his own hand. That was gross. How did he come <laughs> on his own hand? Like you've never. But no. But she, <laughs> but she was she was jerking Tank's, him off. Tank's face just. Now. <laughs> but she was jerking him off. Maybe. How did he come on his own hand? I don't know. I, I don't know. It makes came, no sense. Put it fine. He his, came on his mother's his sash. Waist. How about that? <laughs> His waist guard, yeah, sarnet, his uh, sash. So, 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 I've came on way worse. <laughs> I mean, in my defense, <laughs> I've Sorry. got some nights with Jim Check you wouldn't believe. I thought we were sharing. <laughs> um, how how this, that whole Wait, you both came on Jim Check. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole uh, that whole scene, not scene. It, it was several scenes. That whole section of the movie that where he was at uh, the castle of. Yeah, Grayskull. Grayskull? Yeah, Edgerton <laughs> and uh, and Fake Essel. Yeah. That was, like, that whole, that was a trippy portion of the movie. So, in, oh, it like, was. I feel like there was, like, some there's hardcore a reason for there's symbolism a reason going for on. There's a reason for it. We'll get into it. We'll I feel like it. Mike read a lot of articles about I this didn't. movie. I actually didn't. Yeah, I, read, I don't believe you. I read <laughs> one breakdown because I was trying to understand some things that I just couldn't make sense of. And I that don't. Was it. Believe don't you. believe you. Yeah. Okay, uh, fellowship though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncle Owen tried to be his friend. Like he he went out. Well, he tried to be. Like well, he did. He did. He <laughs> did. Uh, but he like went out and hunted for him. He was providing for him. He just wanted. To, he was trying to be his friend, and he turned him away. So those he the, failed at that. Those the, the fellowship was more. See, of his I've yeah, it, I, yeah. I I saw that theory too. I don't know that I believe that so much. I think that the Uncle Owen character. I can't think of his guy's name. Uh, I think that he Joel was... Joel Edgerton? Yeah. I think that he was more the friendship thing. I think the Fox thing was more his conscience than anything else. But that's just that's just me. The Lord. That's his name. Is the yeah. Lord. Uh, Joel, Edgerton Joel Edgerton is the Lord. Now, here's the thing. The Lord, the Lord. in... I want to say in the original poem, is the Green Knight in disguise. Right. So there's well, a lot of well, I feel stuff like there. I feel like the Green Knight was disguised in several places. He very well this could movie. have been. Very I, well. Could I always have thought been. he was the fox, like checking in on him, like, "Hey, what, what's this?" Guy I would doing believe right that that interpretation. Absolutely, yeah, I could see that. Well, chastity was also within this this portion of yeah. the movie too, because it, the honorable thing would have been to turn her n- down, not and, sleep yeah. or not get it, not be busting not get nuts, an H jibber from to be a knight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not I've been busting nuts, bro. <laughs> the honorable thing would be to not get an H jibber from the. It's called the Green Knight, not the Green Nut. <laughs> the talent, <laughs> talent, not very chivalrous either. I, I mean, if I may add, or, or uh, chastity, like you know, that motherfucker had crabs. Let's be honest. Something. Oh come on, 
There was STDs to be the had. The amount of time that can't have crabs if you don't have anybody here. The amount of time <laughs> that both of these men spend in whorehouses, you know they had some shit. Come on, come on. Well, yeah. to, there was a lot of there were similarities between Talon and to, uh, to Gowan's credit, at yeah. least he seemed at least he seemed to be uh, attached to just he was to just one prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, did you notice that that, uh, that the prostitute and the girl that he lost his chastity to were the same actress? Uh, yes, you would yeah. have to be literally blind to not see that. I, I, I disagree. I think <laughs> she had long no, hair. No, I disagree. Or they short do look. Hair. They do look similar. But if you weren't paying attention, you. Like, if, if your you version of not paying attention would have to be at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. You're facing away from the TV. <laughs> And at that part of the movie, you're looking at the TV. There's no way that you could not realize that that's the same actress. Maybe I was so sucked into the story that I didn't even notice. I, James. Maybe okay. that's what it was. That's that's silly, dude. That's silly. I don't. So for me, like, go ahead. For me, part of the confusion, like while watching this, is like I didn't have the five tenets of being a knight. I'm just watching the film for what it is. Like there was just a lot of areas of the of the of watching it where i was like is this a dream or is this literal is i think that it was all literal. happening like uh, up, in, like up until the very ghost. end well so i up didn't until the very end i didn't look up the five virtues of knights until after the movie okay um like that because i was okay. because I, I and so my experience with the movie was the exact same thing that you had i literally i got to the last five minutes of the movie and i go <laughs> What? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, right. That's, that's and then I got to the right last now, yeah. like thirty seconds of the movie, and then I was like, "Oh, I think I kind of get it." And then I looked up the five virtues of knights, and I was like, "Okay, I'm it's, starting. Like things are starting to fall into place for me." So it was also it, so. It's a movie the whole, about becoming a man. The whole that's yeah, what it is. the whole movie is like it's very like. W- where I think that everything that he experienced actually happened to him, it's also it's also very steeped in metaphor. Like there's right. a well, yeah, but that, I think that he lives. That's what's hard. But to he divide. lives right. in a world though where magic exists, giants exist, right. all these things exist. Right. A Mer- talking Merlin, fox can Merlin exist. is Merlin is literally sitting at the round table. Can we in this talk movie. about how Merlin has? Almost a zero role, yet he's one of the coolest characters in the entire fucking yeah, movie. He was dope. With those fucking tattoos under his eyes, whatever. The was big that tattoos? Long... Yeah. I just thought it was like scars. No, or he had like tattooed runes under his eyes. Oh, he his looked big, cool. Long though. fucking beard. Yeah. yeah. He was fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, he looked dope. <laughs> um, I want to be Merlin when I grow up. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the last thing, though, uh, piety was the last thing mm. because when he has to go in front of the knight to get decapitated. Which brings us to the end of the movie for, I don't know if you want to save that or, no. or whatever. Oh, I don't but, care, dude. We're the spoilers. But no, well, he, he, well, how, he, does, how does piety factor well, what's the def- into that? Well, what's the, uh, piety is basically honor. No, pi- well, piety, piety is, is specifically like relating to, uh, yeah, to religion, to well, faith. Yeah, but it's the, your, uh, your, your, it, I mean, I, it's kind of the same thing. Like, it's your it's your devotion to what you're doing, basically. <clears throat> like, he went there to get beheaded. Piety basically means, like, being you know what you were going irreverent. there for. Take it like a man. This, the, is, the green this, is just, this is just off the top of my head, but this is where I can kind of, kind of work piety into it would be he... It's no, it, it's no coincidence, right, that he goes to meet the Green Knight in a chapel. Yeah. So... Him uh, kneeling down at the end of the movie 
and being ready to take the the beheading that he's in for, right? Mm-hmm. Yet having a uh, a pagan rune carved and sewn into the sash that he had around his around his uh, waist, yeah, that would protect him. The pious thing that he did was eventually take the thing off, and just like kind of trust in God. Yeah, that well, it was def- all part of the plan. The definition of piety is the quality of being religious or reverent. So the idea of going there and accepting, like you believe that this is what you're supposed to do. That's what I'm. Be- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like him having, but him ha- him having the sash around his waist with the the was cheating. with the pagan rune sewed in yeah. sewed into it sewn into it. That in and of itself was kind of against God's plan. But that was, so, like him taking the sash off was him accepting God's exactly, plan. Exactly. Well, not even not so. That was God, the highest thing the for him yeah. to do. So, but the thing is, though, his mother gave him that, and he knows that. Like he knows what it is. The mm-hmm. whole entire point. Like his mother basically. Uh, said him, he doesn't. He doesn't know that the rune is sewed into the sash. Though, she, like no, she told him. But he. he, he she knows just, that because she, she just told says. Him. She just says to him. Well, she says to him, "Wear this around your waist, lives, and no, no implement shall ever harm you." He doesn't know that it's literally like a pagan, uh, like a thing that's been blessed by this pagan ritual that's fair but his mother told him that though and i I think that's enough to just believe what you're maybe believe what your mother tells you right um i i think though that like the whole point of this is that his mother sets the whole green knight thing in in motion yeah i have two actually two ideas of how this could go okay my main belief though that the mother put the whole thing in motion obviously she's a witch there's other people watching him like Mm -hmm. there's another blind lady at the uh the Lord's house too. It's watching him. Yeah, which that, I believe it. That, that was I interesting to me. That represents his mother the watching, mother. watching his journey, basically. Right, right. Um, which uh, could have been the fox too. Who knows? Right. There are a million ways you could interpret this. Sure. Um, I think though that the mother gave him <clears throat> that sash as a way to basically have a get out of jail free card, but the whole entire point of it. Was to not use it. That's not the honorable thing. To exactly do. the same. The same thing as the very beginning, the very first test when when the Green Knight shows up to the round table. The honorable thing would to not strike him down, mm-hmm. but he does it anyway. Right. That that put him on the, the 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 whole entire road of being of learning how to be a man. Like because that was not the manly thing to do. You don't strike an unarmed man. The 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 Green Knight put his axe down. He literally bowed down towards him and didn't even try to hurt him. Right. Yet. But yeah, Ga- he still... Gowan, Gowan felt like he needed to prove something. Exactly. So he chopped yeah, his fucking exactly. head off because he had, because he had not <clears throat> accomplished anything in his exactly. life up to that right. point. Like the and it's and it got super dr- driven home by King Arthur asking him, like, you know, what are what adventures have you? T- have he you says, "Tell me a story." But, like I, I feel bad that I've never had you sit at my side before. Like I, right. I feel bad that I've never like, had you. I've never bounced you on your knee when you were a child. So tell me a story now that'll make me know you better. And he says, "Can I he tell says, you about the uh, hooker that I fucked?" <laughs> let me no, tell you okay, about Essel, baby. Buckled in. Let me tell you about this sword I pulled out of this stone. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, Buttercup, because uh, this is about to get freaky. Uh, I, um, how about the omelet I made yesterday? So that but, but he um, says, he says, uh, <clears throat> tell me, a, tell me a tale, and and Gawain says, I have no tales to tell, and Guinevere says, yet, right? Yeah. So, and, so, so right. this bring. Sorry, are you done? Uh, go ahead. No, no, go, 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 go. go. But so, so when when he's when he f- sees this chance to basically, uh, like, 
like, oh, I'm handed this opportunity to make something of myself, to to create my first tale. Right. Like, this will be the tale that everybody tells. And that's why right before he chops the Green Knight's head off, he says, everyone remember what happened here today, right? Because he wants to make his first yeah. legend about mm-hmm. himself. But he... And he's right. overzealous. He's overzealous he's, about it because he's. Exactly. And it was that was his first mistake. Because really, and and yeah. Essel even says Essel even says uh, in the in the woods when they're like just hanging out by themselves. Soon after that, uh, he's saying like, she says, "Are you really going to go and meet this dude in this chapel in the middle of the woods and get your fucking head cut off?" And he says, "Well, that's my path to greatness." And she says, "What's wrong with being good? What's going? What's wrong with goodness? What's wrong yeah. with goodness? Yeah. Like Sorry. why? Why? Yeah. And that's and that and and really, when it comes to when you look at the virtues of knights, there's friendship, generosity, chastity, courtesy, and piety. There's nothing there about becoming a fucking legend. Yeah. It's all about yeah. being a good person, right? So, and in the and 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 through through following those tenets, you will become a legend." But there's 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 nothing in the tenets of of knighthood that say that you have to go out and like be a badass. I agree. You know what I mean? So here's my here's my secondary thought on what this all meant. All of that aside, right? Mm-hmm. What if the trial of the Green Knight is how you become a knight of the Round Table? Mm. What if every because you notice how when the Green Knight showed up, nobody, nobody. gave him his sword except Damn. for Arthur. The mother was set up. The 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 queen yeah. goes yet like Dude, they know what's coming that's like this is the road that you take you have to pass these challenges to become a yeah. knight is that your and own idea it, honestly it is yeah is it really it is and at the very end of it though the uh the the green knight seems to almost knight him at the very very end of it yeah like like like, like the off of the head thing yeah. can also very well be like a a knighting type symbol right, right, from right. shoulder to shoulder like and the ending is very ambiguous because you go through this whole, like this whole uh, in his head fla- flash forward thing to where if I run away, this is what my life is going to be, mm-hmm. which I really thought that part dragged. That part It fucking... was too long. It well, was way too it's long. It's not that it was too long. It's like, that's where it lost me. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like... It, well, because it was too long. It lost yeah. you because you didn't know if this was like, if this was like a, a flash forward thing or if this was part of that part happened and it was like everything just suddenly stopped. Like, what is this that we're watching? Yeah. Now? Like it just didn't. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw like, was, I saw like there wrong. was, don't get me wrong. His queen fucking hot as hell, but eh, not as hot as asshole. Eh, maybe not, but I don't know. I like, <laughs> but the, I, like, I like, I, like the face paint stuff. Like, <laughs> that was, was cool. Yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that I like, I, I clicked, I clicked to see how much time was left in the movie. I was like three minutes. Yeah. I was like, how the fuck are they going to wrap this up? Like this is, yeah, this is not going in a direction that I thought it was going to go. Um, yeah, but I I think though this was like the way that you become a knight. I like that idea to go through these trials. The Green Knight is the the knighting. See, like I don't know. That's the instinct that I had. Like when I was watching it, that was the instinct that I thought was like this is his trial to becoming mm-hmm. a knight. I thought he was going to be. I didn't understand that the Green Knight was its own thing. I was like, he's going to be. This is how he's going to become a knight. He wants to be a knight. He's going to go through. He's going to go through, endure all of these challenges and. And go through all of this adversity, and it's going to make him. It's going to mm-hmm. harden him into being a knight. Yep. And I was just super fucking confused as everything. <laughs> did was you also the giants? We haven't even talked oh, about. Did you giants, also happen to like, notice though that Merlin was always over his shoulder in a lot of stuff? 
Like when, like when the no, when the guy when the guy Merlin. walks over and says the king wants you by his side, mm-hmm. Merlin's right over his shoulder. Really, whenever like Merlin's oh. always watching him, and Merlin and does then, sorcery and stuff, which is the same thing as the fucking witches. Well, do. but like, the interesting thing is when the Green Knight comes in, King Arthur looks over at Merlin as it as if to say like, is this is this your doing? And Arthur Mer- also, uh, hold on, let me sorry, get my fucking sorry, sorry, thought sorry, sorry, out, dude. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm excited. He. Uh, Arthur looks over at Merlin as if to say, hey, is this shit you? Did you do this? And Merlin goes, nope. <laughs> like, he shakes his head like, this isn't mine, yeah. dude. <laughs> exactly. Um, the giant. Let's get to the Giants, though, real quick. Sorry, but fine, say it, I, and then let's get to the Giants. I'm going to forget if how I don't far, say How it. far in are we? Oh, we're fine. We're, we're only, we, we're like 210. We're fine. Oh, 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 oh we're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Um, no, did you notice, too, that as... Uh, when 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 Arthur comes over and is talking to Gawain after Gawain after he beheads the Green Knight, <clears throat> he whispers into it, or maybe it's before him. Regardless, though, he whispers. He goes, "It's only a game." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah, always it it that's the theme throughout the whole thing. Is it's like, so it's like everybody's right. telling him like this, like hey, like man. like <laughs> if you go, just stand up to him and you're not gonna die. Like mm-hmm. they're almost telling him that, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get that. He did ever. There was nothing honorable about him de- decapitating no, the that green was the thing. and he yeah. didn't realize that. You know, that's the whole m- yeah. moral of the story, right? It's but it's like, almost it's almost you, like he expected. There's nothing. It's almost like the that. Green Knight expected that of him, though. You know, right? Like he knew that, right? And then at the end, even at the end, that's a cru- super crucial point. He tells him, he 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 removes the sash, and he says, my, you know, my brave or um, my brave knight or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and he he even commends him. He's doesn't he say something like uh, "Well done" or yeah. "Well I don't know." Well, yeah, he says "Well whatever. done, my brave knight," something yep. like that. Yep. And then yeah. he says, and "Off then, with your head." He's like, "You're still you're still gonna decapitate me?" He's like, "Well, how else? How else is this supposed <laughs> yeah. to end?" You know, like. And I and I think the, I think sorry I have an annoying cough for oh, listeners. Dude, don't I'm sorry. I have it. like a, a a weird nagging. It's the COVID. People but, who are listening to us already are annoyed with me and Mike. <laughs> just our fucking voices. So nobody's gonna care about your cough. But yeah, so he it's not COVID by the way. But he um I'm not self conscious <laughs> about it at all. Um, don't tweet me. Um, nobody's gonna tweet me. Nobody gives a fuck about me. I'm just a random guy that you guys know. Anyway, they don't know who I am. This is the fifth time I've been on the show, but they should, but it's okay. Anyway. Um, me, baby! So, <laughs> um, I, I was on here for the, the episode where we talked about uh, Stephen King's, uh, uh, what was it called? The uh, Cool story, bro. Takeover. Oh, oh fuck. Max, the, maximum the, Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. No, no big deal. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Guillermo, yeah. It's not a big deal. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, he tells him, you know, like, well met, and then he chops his fucking head off. I mean, he still he still goes through with it, you know, but, so, like... But does he? That's what so I, that's that's what I he think. Go, no, that's he what goes, I think. But that he could, goes, it could... The ending thing know. is, now, off with your head. Right. Now, that can be interpreted. That can be That symbolic. can be interpreted. Now, apparently, the Italian version of this movie mm-hmm. actually kept the most authentic uh, version of what that ending line means mm-hmm. in its original dialect. Okay. And it basically means go off, go off with him. your head, I believe is what it says. Hmm. So that doesn't necessarily mean cut your head off. That means go forth with your head intact. <clears throat> it very well could mean that. Well, maybe he so, circumcised so, it. Maybe yeah. he so circumcises the actual, it. So the actual story, the actual, like this actual story, the... Uh, 
uh, ro- romantic, sh- uh, the chiv- chivalric romance. Something like that, yeah. Chivalric romance. At the end of the story, as far as I can tell from what people have, like, I, I was reading some, some, like, some takes on it and stuff like that. Uh, it sounds like uh, the Green Knight basically takes the axe and just, like, scratches him across the back of the neck. Because that's it. the chivalrous thing to do. Right. Because the Green Knight is a knight, and he follows exactly. the five virtues of, exactly. of, of, of knighthood, which is, exactly. cur- you know. Say it again. What, what was the chivalric romance? So, the- so according, I'm, sorry. I, I, I'm actually going to look further into it, but like according to people on the internet who were just talking about the movie, like having discussions and stuff like that, uh, at the end of this particular story, the, the, the Green Knight just sort of scratches him across the back of the neck with his axe. Oh, okay. Because okay. if you think about it, uh, if if you're talking about the the virtues of 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 knighthood, one of them being generosity, uh, courtesy, stuff like that, uh, the Green Knight knowing that he, the Green Knight himself knows that he is immortal. He gets his fucking head chopped sure, yeah, off yeah. and then picks his head back up and puts it back on his shoulders, right? So he knows that. A blow from a sword or an axe can't actually kill him, so it would be unchivalrous of him to deal a blow to a human that would do any more damage than that to well, him. It's in the name. He's a knight. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like he it's follows. He yeah. follows yeah. the five virtues of knights, and it would be un unchivalrous. It would be ungenerous. It would be uncourteous of him to deal a blow to a human right. who sure. could be who could die of a beheading. It would be uncourteous of him but the to human deal out that. Know that. Right. So yeah. the whole so the whole idea is that Gawain is this this whole thing this whole journey is just for Gawain to become a man or become, slash knight. Right. To to it's him to learn to how face, to become a to face mature, his, whatever to face his fears to yeah. face the um, which I think there's a parable in there for a lot of people. Growing, absolutely, it's, it's a growing up. T- it's a tale yeah, totally. of growing up. This is a coming is. of yeah. age story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it's just he came of age way too late. Yeah, you you could he you also could came make the argument both way ways. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Tank? I I think they're equally. I think e- there there's equal interpretation of it. Like you could you could say that. I mean, at the end of the day, he did decapitate the Green Knight at, at, in the round table in yeah. front of everyone, and his hubris is the, is his downfall, and that. His comeuppance at the end of the film is him getting his own head decapitated. Sure. It's just like, no, nope, yeah. your story ends. You, right. you fucked up. You failed the game, you know? But equally, you could say, and, and I think that's the more, I think this is the more traditional hero's journey sort of paradigm that that uh, that many stories follow, is that he goes through the lows that he goes through and, and, and the, the issues that he has getting to that point of, Meeting the Green Knight finally at the Green Chapel or whatever the chapel is the name of it is it I think so. He goes to the chapel and he gets decapitated. But maybe he doesn't. Maybe it is a teaching moment. And honestly, for uh, Gowan, that's like that would be the biggest yeah, teaching absolutely. moment for him. Like everything he's Wait, endured. Did you say that he was like, scared straight? I suppose you could say that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he because he's done like. Because that was, that was my issue while watching the film. It's like, this guy's done jack shit the entire film. And, and like we were talking about earlier, James, like he gets he gets 
basically robbed by like some 13 year olds <laughs> in the woods. Like, like he's just a total bitch about it. He has yeah. a sword. He he just gets well. well and even and, and even he spent he spent the whole like what's his what's his main goal throughout this entire movie to become a knight, right? And then and then when right. he's faced with us with just the smallest amount of ad, amount of adversity, the first thing he does is he no, I'm not a, I'm not a knight. Fucking, I'm not a knight. Like yeah, they I'm not a knight. Like yeah, they exactly. say, well, you look he like a knight, over. but I'm not a knight. You know, thirteen like that's, year old Christian Slater is scary though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and then he gets he gets fucking he gets hogtied essentially, and then, like he has to work his way out of it. And um, you know that that entire year he had an entire year to prepare, and he didn't because well, he didn't shit, think it was real. So, like, can we talk about right. two things? Well, he kind of did. Talk though. about two things before we sign off quick, here, real yes. quick. So, speaking of the hog tying, the camera spinning around and him being a skeleton. Yeah. Did that yeah, have I don't any know what the significance was. whatsoever? Or was it? Or was it kind of like at the end of the movie where it's like that? That's that's that what it, that's what it could yeah. that's what it could be yes. if he didn't take the steps to be the man I that think he needed that's to be. Exactly what that was. Okay. Yeah. Second thing is right. Tank mentioned the giants and we never went back to the giants. Oh, okay, giants. Yeah, I, I just think there's just giants. Ah, uh, they live there. See that that's to me. Fine. Do you tank. have any interpretation of that tank? I felt like, like for me, I, I was struggling to figure out what was real and what wasn't. I, I felt like a lot of this this film was, was this an internal struggle? Was this like a, a fever dream that he was having? Like the ghost? Did he actually meet a ghost? Did he actually stay in an ethereal place where he actually like slept in the night? And then how did his, how did the axe just show up randomly from, it was stolen by this, you know, this, this, uh, I forget what they called the him. I think they just called him like yeah. a scavenger or something. How did his ex just show up magically? That just just came back, like so. For me, I was really struggling with: is this I real? He found is this the a dream? Is this like, like a test? no? The ex just showed up did in it? in. Uh, it just showed what up was in her the, name. Win- the place he what was, was staying name? at. Winifred. Winifred. The ex, like he woke up, yeah, and, like he put Winifred's head back on her body, and then he turned around. And the ex was sitting there. So, so I, I was struggling the green to figure out if that was real. Has a hand in everything. Right. Well, even the so, fox. Then it's like, is so, the fox real, or is sure. the fox? Just... So to me, and then the giants. It's like, what the fuck am I? If you're, am if I you're taking it, if you're taking it face, if you're taking it at face value, though, I think the, the the giants could literally represent like the knights of the round table <clears throat> is like walking with giants. Like they're the, 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 the they're the top of the table, that's and what, they rejected him. That's because what he I was, was afraid. That's what I was going to say. Not so much that they rejected him, but like I I thought that the giants were purely metaphorical. Like he saw the giants walking across the valley, like easily traversing this terrain that he was going to have to traverse as a as a normal-sized human being. And he yells out to one of the giants, what does he say? Cannot the weary, cannot the weary take a ride upon your shoulders across yeah. this valley? Yeah. Right. And, I mean, like right, riding, yeah, like literally ride. they, riding on the sho- shoulders of giants, and right? They, like and he, he, reaches out he to desperately wanted to be a knight so badly. Like he wanted to be part of the round table that he, the idea of just kind of like riding the coattails of the other knights yeah. was like, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to put this together. Like as I'm, as I'm thinking yeah, about no, it right now, but you're, and then, and then the Fox jumps in. The fox jumps in, which we kind of think of the fox as, uh, like, I thought the fox of is the fox was the mother. Could have been personally. 
I thought the fox was like the mother on the journey along with him, kind of pointing him in the right direction. Yeah. That, and, that makes sense. And yeah. the one of the giants goes to reach across and grab him. And he thinks he's about to get crushed by the he giant, but like for help though, and then the and giant the giant goes, goes to, to help, help him, him, and he turns, still turns it away. But but the, no, he doesn't turn it away. The fox starts barking at the giant. No, no, he flinches too, though. He flinches and turns away from yeah, the giant. Yeah, no, I get that. But ultim- yeah. but ultimately, what what makes the giants turn away is the fox like runs up and starts howling at the giant. Does it? I, yeah. Okay, I don't remember that. But almost okay. like almost like saying like no, don't don't touch him. Sure. He's on his own journey right sure. now. Okay. Don't allow All him right. to ride on your shoulders. I get that. Like it's still a thought that I'm I'm trying to like fully form, so it's no, not gonna I, it's not gonna come out here right now. But like, I feel like I feel like the giants kind of were a representation of the knights, like the knights of the round table, and you know that whole idea. He literally says, "Cannot a, cannot the weary ride upon your shoulders?" You know. To to me, it feels like they that like it almost was like I don't know. Sloppy is not the right word, but the filmmaking like they they should make these things more apparent well, you know like so i you think can the distinguish. point is that it's not apparent though that's I, I, it, it's supposed to be like well, that you're so su- yeah. we are supposed to have more this exact conversation that we're having right now about <laughs> okay. these movies. well and that's the thing like if you if, <laughs> you know is, especially if you read old stories old stories used to be ca- they're parables old stories they're all, they're yeah parables. old stories used to be like just steeped in metaphor the kind of things that would spark conversations like this that you know you you're supposed to figure out and this this movie this movie yeah. could mean one thing to me it could mean another thing to mike Absolutely. it could mean another thing to you and that's that's kind of the sign of a good movie to me i'll be honest i do want to watch like after talking to you guys about it i would watch it a okay. second time did we like, change and, your mind no i think i think that i didn't have a lot of the the pretext that i think was important i think knowing the five virtues is it would be interesting to watch it again you should. And to, and All right, to see next week we're line. doing this. Uh, we're doing this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> I honestly felt like I did a hit of acid unintentionally before I watched it. I'm like, what the fuck are these giants? What's it was on here? It like, was I, I, a lot. Like, the giant scene reminded trippy. me of Prometheus for some reason. I don't know why. Like, well, the giants themselves looked like the, they did, right? Yeah. The the engineers or whatever. Yeah. yeah yep. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if they were wimp. They were they were they were women apparently. Well, they had uh, but breasts. I felt like there was like so, yeah. an androgynous <laughs> sort of. But like I felt like there was an androgynous sense to some of them. Like some of them looked more feminine sure. than others. I don't know. Maybe One that of them was, was breastfeeding a giant baby. Did I see that? Or yes, is it? Yeah. No, no, for real. <laughs> it was no, they, a they giant are, baby. They are women. That's <laughs> a fucking giant <laughs> baby. What I'm told. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of giant babies, let's wrap this. Yeah, up. I think uh, I think that's it. We. I honestly could probably talk about this movie for like especially now that movie. we're really talking about yeah, it. It's a great it's, movie. It's 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 one of those movies that just the it's more you think about it, the more it kind of comes to light. And it's I think it's definitely worth a watch. No reason not to. We yeah. rented it. Did you rent it on uh, uh I did I rented the 4K version. Oh, you did. My Me too. 4K. <laughs> it was on 4K and I still could <laughs> see some scenes. It was pitch fucking black. No, I rented it on Amazon. My, yeah. My, yeah, I rented on. Uh, did I lose power, or is this just the way the <laughs> filmmakers intended? I don't know. I think the bulbs burnt out on the back of my TV. Uh, tank, <laughs> thank right. you so. I better call on my Samsung <laughs> warranty. Is it my past or what's? Uh, you know? Tank, thank you so much for joining us this week, my friend. 
my my Thank friend. You my friend. My friend. My, my it's my brother and my friend. I the always zombie, enjoy it. My friend, my bro. Affecting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> friend, uh, bro. Tank, do you have friend. anything that you want to promote? Any place that uh, you want people to find you or anything like that? If you if you like Star Wars, you can check out the Galaxy of Bureaus podcast. We're on uh, you know Insta- Instagram. We're on the the podcast apps. And look for us. We're going to talk about Book of Boba on the 21st. So if you like Star Wars, check us out. We'll t- we're going to talk about uh, Book of Boba the whole Ooh. season. I'm going, check, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, baby. All right. Well, uh, if you up. want to find us before next week, because we're back to weekly. Oh, oh, baby. We are a weekly podcast, baby. Oh, yes. If you want to find us before next week, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. We're on all major streaming sites, so find us, tell a friend. We always talk about telling your grandma. It's probably not practical, but do it anyway. It might, yeah. be, it might be good for a laugh. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah. Tell people. Tell people. Tell people. Next so, week. Yeah, I know next podcast. week we'll it's be fine. back uh, with something. Oh, we I don't already know. Do, do you know already? I already know. We're doing. <laughs> That's why I like you. I'm the brain of the operation here. Yes. I that. might not be the brains, uh, but I'm the brain. Singular. If that makes sense. Yep. It. it <laughs> I have a single-celled organism. Yep. It super does. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Tank. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. It was we love good you. seeing you, brother. Hopefully, we'll have you, you. guys. We'll have you Me on too. again within the next like five years, maybe. But you know, let's watch the Kevin Sorbo <laughs> yes. Hell yes. in I'm person. So maybe maybe that. that could be the first Buzzkill commentary movie. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh, baby. Yes. <laughs> yep. I like that. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Have a good one. See you. Bye.